you know, I, I, okay, this is, this is a podcast, you're gonna, you gotta use your words, I'm safe, because this is literally all it is. This is a podcast. If we don't have our words, we have nothing, which seems like a very meta quote. Hey, this is We Sad Boys. I'm Jiggly. I'm still odd, and I forgot that was the name we are going with. I, I was thinking, because I'm like, okay, we haven't decided upon it. I guess Jiggly's got one in mind, so he's just going to pull it out once we start this. And then I remembered We Sad Boys. We Sad Boys. I mean, you're a We Little Sad Boy. You're only five foot seven. Hey, oh. Ah, uh, man. That's... I didn't even have that joke preloaded. I just realized it just yeah. now. No, it's, that's just a thing that I'm just dealing with on... Uh... On, on all of the dating apps of just like people are like if you're under five eight don't talk to me and i'm like cool that's, that's <laughs> actually that's not that bad usually it's like under five ten. Oh yeah if you're if no, you're that's, uh, that's uh, why i'm just like even five eight was like really lowering it for me and yeah <laughs> yeah like you can get away with being five ten and be smart about it five once you're under five ten it's a fight night and five foot seven especially at least there, I have seen a bunch of girls saying like, "Oh yeah, I, I'm five one, so you're always going to be t- me." So it's like, okay, that's that's hope. But yeah, they also they also probably want some six foot six who just chuck them around. Sorry. <laughs> See, that doesn't have to get censored though. I it doesn't. You, but like, yeah. okay, so for for we're walking, full, a fine, we're walking a fine line already though. For, for full transparency on this, I do not want to have to edit this episode, so we're trying to hold back. <laughs> So that I can just like put us through and just like put the limiter on it, export, and we're good. No, I'm used to holding back. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, no, you're not. Yeah. Ayo, I wish. Anyway, football. You you didn't even put in football, but I know I the big story. Football, but I do have the big story to talk about. for everyone, and obviously in football is the Jets have won again. Yes, now two that's and two. The, Zach that's Wilson, uh... Ramontaya. Yeah, that is the big deal. I do not tell me otherwise. I hate you. <laughs> uh, they beat they beat a uh, a pretty bad Pittsburgh Steelers team. To be fair, Mitch Trubisky got hauled off a of halftime, and his they replacement. They put in Kenny Pickett. And Kenny Pickett Kenny sucks. Pickett did... No, he did okay. Look at the, you look at those he, two he interceptions. Two rushing touchdowns. And he, that's it. Yeah, honestly, Kenny Pickett was a better running back than anything else. But you look at those two interceptions that Pickett threw, and you can't really put it on him. You can't really uh, put those. Two I mean, on him. the first one's a jump ball, so you always run that risk. The second one, it wouldn't have been a pick if the guy didn't tip it that way. To be yeah. fair, so that one's a bit harsher. But the first one, I mean, you chuck it that far deep, you, you get what you, you deserve. I, I would, I, yeah, I would say that you know he probably shouldn't have gone for a long ball, but whatever. Uh, no, the actual, had, the actual Wilson big had story. One bad, oh, sorry, Wilson had one bad interception, but the other one was kind of like through the guy's hands. The actual big story was uh, a real tragedy uh, came from this week was uh, I started Marcus Mariota over uh, Patrick Mahomes and dear God. Why in God's name? <laughs> Technically speaking, as of right now, if uh, let, let me just check this. If Jeff Wilson Jr. does not get a single touch tonight, I will win this. <laughs> Somehow. Yes, but you could have you could have comfortably won this with Patrick Mahomes. I could have comfortably won it. Well, you know what? Mariota was was projected for like 17.8 points. He was going against the Browns defense who have not been looking good recently. And Mahomes was going up against uh the Buccaneers defense. Yep, yep. So like it fair, seemed fair enough. <laughs> remarkably enough, I also benched Patrick Mahomes in fantasy this week. 
But I benched him for Zach Wilson. That's yeah. narrative, at least. <laughs> that was, that's I at won. least narrative. I've I've almost certainly won. I'm up by like a, a huge chunk of points, and the other dude just got Debo and Stafford, who I, I my, hope both will have career games today. I mean, honestly, I've been yeah. very disappointed with Delvin Cook, and this week specifically, Stephon Diggs did like pretty much nothing. The guy I went I was, up against, who's 0-4, his first pick was Dalvin Cook, and he's, he's just been complaining oh, about yeah. Dalvin Cook all year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was saved by Jamal Williams, though. That's that's uh, yeah, Jamal Williams and Young Wei Koo. <laughs> Young Wei Koo has been were. so good. <laughs> Williams is one of the Chargers, right? No, Jamal Williams is the, is the running back for uh, the Lions. Oh, that I don't know. I know I got saved by Jerry Judy because they picked him up off the waiver wire out of nowhere, and he got me a touchdown. <laughs> Which was a huge W. Didn't he get injured? <laughs> I hope. Well, I mean, he did what he needed to this week. I can cut yeah, him again. I think he got injured in the game. All right. Well, he's about to get dropped again. But at the very least, he did what he needed to. So thank you for your sacrifice, Jerry Judy. Uh, so obviously, we are dancing around the actual issue, which is obviously the horrifying injury to uh, to Tagovailoa. That's the Dolphins. Yeah. Like, honestly, everybody... Like the, the the problem with it is that people are going to use that sort of thing as like an argument of this is why this is a bad sport. This is why everything is so bad. It's like every single fan looked at that hit, looked at the way that Tua was reacting to that hit and was like, oh, yeah, he needs to come off right now. And I'm not talking about this week. I'm talking about last week. Him falling yeah, over. Long like story everybody- short, last week, Sunday, he had he had gotten he had effectively been knocked out. He, he got tackled. Yeah. Had hit the grave, he got up and then stumbled, hit the ground, got back up. The Dolphins tried to say he had a back injury that game, and then he played on Thursday night. Same sort of tackle happened, snapped his head on the ground, and his fingers began to twitch up as a sign of like like uh, brain trauma. And he was carted off the field. Thankfully, for what I've heard, he's like you know, I haven't I haven't looked at an update in a while, so I don't no, know. He's really a, he's yeah, he he, he's, no, they, he, he, was, he flew home. Yes, he seems to be in fair spirits, but we don't know what the effect of that's going to be he's the long with term. The team. Which, not exactly a good sign if he's with the team. <laughs> there's, there's, there's been jokes already because the head coach said he just had a concussion on Thursday, and everyone's like, "Are they going to play Tua on uh, uh, this coming game?" But like that—that that was the thing. Like every every single fan looking at that first hit on Sunday thought, "Okay, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't. He shouldn't come back. Like, take him off. Evaluate him throughout the week, and then, or at least, like even." You know, it's a Thursday night game. Obviously, I don't think you want to bring somebody back within a week. Take him off, oh, yeah. evaluate him. But instead, apparently, there's so many conflicting reports right now. But one of the reports is that the reason why he was cleared through quote-unquote protocols was that it wasn't concussion protocols. It was a neck injury protocol. Like, it, yeah. he, was, he was checked out for something else instead of for a concussion. It's it's all probably a cover up. The Dolphins probably just want him to keep playing, so they'll do whatever they can to Which cover. Which I don't chest. understand. I don't understand why because their backup is fine. They got Teddy Bridgewater back there. Yeah, because two two has been really good this season. I they they're just being stupid. Teddy Bridgewater is still starting caliber in the league. Like I don't understand why you'd be so scared to I mean, put probably, out Teddy Bridgewater that you'd risk a man's Teddy life. Bridgewater. I'm going to watch Teddy Bridgewater cook the Jets probably then next week. That's not yeah. a good sign. Like, why would you risk a man's life because you don't like Teddy Bridgewater? I just, 
the point you're making about like people thinking the sport is bad is obviously like true. Like the sport isn't bad, but the problem is it's one of those moments where you're like, oh, the NFL kind of sucks. Like as a league, oh, as yeah, an organization, absolutely. and like, the there's some lots that- of thing. There's been so many things in the years where you're like, oh man, this organization kind of stinks. Oh no, here's the thing with that is that there's a lot of people saying like, oh yeah, the players' association should be going after them right now. So the players' association, quote unquote, was going on was doing an investigation after Tua was sent back out in that second half, and he started on Thursday. I don't know what they were investigating or what they could do to be like, hey, he shouldn't have been out there. And they were unable to do anything. But they were willing, super willing to go to bat for Deshaun Watson. Super willing. The reason why Deshaun Watson was not suspended this entire year, the reason why he's even getting paid at the moment is because of the Player Association. They're more willing to defend... Uh, to defend uh, predators than they are to defend players who haven't really done much wrong getting maimed. And yeah, yeah, it's the NFL, like football, cool. The NFL, man. And then you just kind of, it's like the, oh, it's suspending your disbelief when you watch watch football. You're like, oh, this thing's nice. I'm just going to forget about all the terrible things that like this league does. And I'm going to just try to have fun while I can. Cause that's that was the big thing. I I am lucky and I'm fortunate because like I'm I'm a Jets fan, obviously, <laughs> and like thankfully the Jets didn't have to even think about the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes because they already had Zach Wilson, quote unquote. But just like imagine now if I'm a fan of my like I've got a new favorite football team and then they just sign a like a, a serial sexual predator. I'm like, oh well, there goes that. You know that that was yeah. that was fun while it lasted. I some and I feel bad for like some some Browns fans, some Dolphins fans, like. There are some Dolphins that are like, man, we had this guy, and now our organization's killed him for crying out loud. Like, what can we do yeah. about this? Oh, no. Uh, so, yeah. oh, even worse about that, because you had the hurricane that went through oh, yeah. Florida. And, uh, I mean, obviously, this guy that I'm talking about was very lucky, uh, or at least somewhat. Hopefully, uh, yeah, it seems okay at the moment. The guy that I'm talking I'm about here. is, uh, have you, you know about uh, Drew Gooden, the YouTuber? I've heard of him. Did something happen to him? Uh, well, I mean, his power got knocked out because of the hurricane. Oh, but he's a massive—he's a massive uh, Dolphins fan. Nobody had heard from him in a while, like, or at least like, you know, nobody had heard from him uh, since since the storm. Like, you know, people were kind of wondering on the subreddit of like, is, is Drew okay? Has anybody heard from him? And the way we find out that Drew is okay is him saying, "Oh yeah, I'm struggling to stream this Thursday night football game on my phone, but I'm watching." And then he sees that. <laughs> Jeez, man. Like, it, 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 can't catch a break there. Burn it all to the ground. Well, don't burn it all to the ground because I want to watch the Jets play. But, like, you know, it, it's bad. <laughs> we'll, we'll learn more about it in due time. There's going to be an ESPN Thursday. I, I mean, I honestly, I honestly specifically said that, like, it. I don't think they'd have that much of a case for it. But I want to have, like, I want them to, I want, like, Tua to, to make an example of this and, like, I don't know. Attempted manslaughter. Because you're throwing, it's like bad. it's not. There's not much of a case for that. But like you, you go to court. You put a precedent up saying you are playing with a person's life right now. Yeah. And it's the saving him from himself because too obviously wants to play. He wants to. Prove obviously, he's a that's court, a, that, right? as as my dad says. Like you take their helmet from them. Yeah. That's that's you how t- you keep them out. You take you take a drunk dude's keys. Exactly. Like there's no player that wants to that wants to uh, you know sit out, even if they have a horrible injury, they want to go back in. They want to tough it out. You saw that with Justin Herbert. 
uh, with his broken, with his uh, injured ribs and that sort of thing. Like that's an injury that like you can kind of play on. You don't want to mess with a head injury, especially if you're a quarterback and your head is getting thrown to the ground almost every other play. Take all of their draft picks. Screw it. Screw them. Um, I, I, yeah. I honestly am surprised that McDaniels is still coach. He should have been fired. It, well, I mean, uh, something's got, I mean, because if it's just domino affected, everyone's almost in theory should be gone. But the problem is you can't do that. And I don't know. It's it, they should be forced to forfeit their next game, which conveniently happens to be against the Jets. But to be fair, I also screw it. Can, forfeit all their games. Pay like have the NFL give like the rest of the players like double the money. Just let them go on vacation for the year. <laughs> screw it. Do the opposite. Say, like, do the opposite of what they did to was it Calvin Ridley? Yeah. Oh yeah. Give Calvin Ridley. Let Calvin Ridley play for crying out loud. Um. Yeah, there's the football was the football. Any the main thing, Bear, Chicago locally, the Bears lost to the Giants, which is funny. That's what the Bears deserve. Bears aren't allowed to throw the ball, even though they have a quarterback, because narrative. Quarterback isn't really that good. Will, will we ever see a like? No, no. I think Justin Fields is my, very good. The problem uh, my is dad, my chance. dad was actually paying attention to that game, and he was saying like, I don't know what is wrong with Justin Fields, but I don't think I don't think he's right. Interesting. I, he Are doesn't we, think he's the right guy. Are we ever going to see uh, uh, a successful Bears quarterback in our lifetime, Jiggly? Or we'll be like, hey, that guy's quite good. I once, uh, back when I was still in high school, uh, like Jay Cutler had just left, I think. So it was like in that transitionary period from Cutler to eventually Trubisky. Uh, but the sports director at the, uh, at, the school radio, at the high school radio station, the sports director said that Jay Cutler is the was the best Bears quarterback of all time. And I said that you can talk about statistics all you want, but the only good quarterback that the Bears have ever had was Sid Luckman. They have not had a good quarterback since Sid Luckman. And that is like multiple generations. Is it S-I-D or S-Y-D? S-I-D. Sid Luckman. Fair. No idea who it is, so I'm not even going to argue that. Uh, well, he was, he was like one of the originators of like making the quarterback position actually interesting. <laughs> Fair enough. Back in the day, like what? He was also like incredibly smart. The only person in the entire league that was able to run the very specific formation that uh, George Hallis wanted to run. Yeah, Sid Luckman was the Bears quarterback from 1939 to 1950. Beautiful. <laughs> Have, Speaking of, and also like from 43 to 46, he was in like the Navy. <laughs> nice. Speaking of old quarterbacks, uh, Andy Dalton also got started this weekend. I forgot who they played. Who played in London this week? The oh. Saints. Oh, yeah, and Jolton started for the Saints. There you go. So that's fun. Was that? No, I don't think that was the Saints. Yeah, the Saints play in London. They lost huh. on a field goal in the last second, but I don't know who to. Vikings. The Vi- what a terrible matchup that is for the people <laughs> in London. Well, uh, speaking of... What? Is it the most exciting thing that's happened in uh, Tottenham Stadium? Hey, oh, well, I was say, <laughs> speaking of London, London is in Europe, and that, that can... We could have gone go straight week. to the Premier League, but we have to go to the Bundesliga first. Well, we, we got to start with the biggest and the best team in all of, all of world football. Obviously. Werder Bremen, Sportsverein, or Sportsverein, Werder Bremen. Uh, Werder Bremen absolutely jumped Borussia Mönchengladbach. It was 3-0 within 20 minutes, maybe? And then it was 4-0 before halftime. Game ended 5-2, I think. Or 5 I honestly don't remember. I think it was 5-1. Was it five? I don't think they scored twice. Did they score twice? Uh, I just know Brayman scored five, and that's all matters at the end of the day. 
<laughs> yeah, motion. It was one of those games where Motion Gladback are like you know, they're like a, a they're like an yeah. There you go. Thank you. Gladback are like an above average team. No, they're like they're like just in the bubble of like a European team in the Bundesliga. But those Bundesliga teams sometimes just don't show up for work. And Dortmund did, or Gladback did not show up early on, and Bremen just jumped him because Bremen did show up, and it was it was great to see. Um, get Niklas Volkrug on the plane. He's a German striker. He's top of the Bundesliga in the goal scoring charts. He scored another two this weekend. Germany don't really have a great striker. I'm not saying he's going to have to play at the World Cup, but he should be involved because, you know, 85th minute, you need a goal. Screw it. Sub on the random striker that just scores goals and see if he can do anything. And I want to see, I want to see a, I mean, I'm going to see some Bremen boys. I mean, what about Kai Havertz? Kai Havertz isn't a proper striker, though. He's, a, he's like a false I mean, nine yeah. sort of thing. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing with like I was about to say modern football, not modern football in the sense that we usually use this term, but like right now soccer. I mean, you th- there's not many people actually using like true nines anymore. Eh, kinda. It's it's weird, but I know the very least you always need a number nine. At the very least, like in the squad, in case it gets to, like the 85th minute and your fancy false nines got no idea what's going on anymore. Lump the lump the dude up top. Lump your striker up top. See what he can do. Have him kick. Sometimes jiggling soccer, all you gotta do is kick ball into net, and that's it. You play to um, win the game. You 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 play the game. But yeah, it was just one of those those days. Bremen go away to Hoffenheim next weekend, which is the tiniest town in in the Bundesliga. So that'll be vi- that'll be vibes. Hoffenheim's another team like that. They're a bit more consistent, but they could they could either dunk on Bremen or get dunked on by Bremen. I find Heaven it kind of funny. Those. Just because, because in my brain, Union Berlin is such like a new team mentally, even though they're a rather old team, uh, and they're in Berlin. But my brain is just like, isn't Union Berlin smaller? smaller? Wait a second, they're in Berlin. <laughs> no, Union Berlin is just such a. Whenever I think about Union Berlin, I just think of infrastructure. But yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking of Union Berlin, I'll, I'll I'll jump to that point because them and Dortmund both lost this weekend. Yeah, I, I kind of I, I asked my dad about the Berlin game because he was watching it. I saw as it was happening, like, yeah, the they they just didn't show up this game. <laughs> they just didn't show up. No, and it wasn't a great. I'm literally forgetting who everyone played this weekend. Mario Götze oh. scored. Oh, so it's Frankfurt. Yeah, Frankfurt have kind of been heating okay, up yeah. recently. So they, they they won the Europa League last year. They're in the Frankfurt had a man sent off in the 68th minute of that game too. That guy got called up for the French national team as well, Colo Mbuani or Mbuani. I think it's Mbuani, but it's something of the sort. Colo Mbuani. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, he's a good player, but he's obviously not going to be playing anytime soon because he got suspended. Uh, So that just gives more space to Munich in the title race again. uh, Munich, shockingly, Bayern Munich easily beats Bayern Leverkusen, which I think happens every single time they play them. I don't know the last time I've seen a Bayern, Bayern Leverkusen game be close. Every time I see it, it's 4-0 Munich somehow. Every single time. I should have brought my Jiggly, I want to I, I wanna have some water, Jiggly. I need you to just yell about Bayer Leverkusen for a second. Well, I mean, like, what, Bayer never use him? The uh, traditional name for the team? Yeah, that's... Neverkusen, there you go. Never the, use the, him. Neverkusen. No, the, the, the joke is Bayer never use him. Because back in the day, Leverkusen would buy a bunch of like 
young American players, and then they just stay on the bench. Oh, that's an okay. So that's a specifically American reference. Yeah, then no, never reference. Neverkusen is never Leverkusen, as in they will never win things because in <laughs> two thousand. It's the famous Michael Bollock story. In 2002, Michael Bollock lost the German Cup final, lost the Bundesliga title on the last day, and then lost the World Cup final. Speaking of, I got nothing there. Um, <laughs> Poor City in, in the Premier League, uh, City jump United. I mean, when City care and they're on, when they're playing at the breast, it's not a fair matchup uh, between them or anyone else in the league. So, I mean, it happens. Um, Holland scores twice, assists twice. Uh, I put healthy Holland breaks every record. You put it's going to be wild when we just don't talk about Holland after he retires with all the records. So I can assume where you're going with this, but go yeah, on. Yeah, he is just like an emotionless, personalityless war machine. No one talks like the, the thing is is that no, like he, he does have a bit of a personality, but like when he's on the field, he seems so robotic. And like, yeah, he is cool. just he like. He is just like this this perfect robot that was sent from Norway to destroy everyone. He's the Terminator in the worst ways possible. It, Terminator's like, perfect. He's just there. He he shows up, scores goals, plays well, goes home. Yeah. Like not even not even like the fun jokes that we make about Osberg clocking in and clocking out like Oh, somebody else. Uh, one of my favorite things that somebody said was Erling Holland is a FIFA created player. Yeah. Like or, he is, he is a creative pro. He's be a pro in FIFA. He's like when you when you do your 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 creative pro and you don't really boost difficulty because you just want to have fun. You're scoring a hat trick every game, having the time of your life. Like it's not challenging. Like what are we doing anymore? But oh, yeah, man. if Erling Holland stays healthy, he's breaking every single record, and he wants to like move around different leagues too. He said he plans on like staying like two two and a half years and then moving on somewhere else. The so, thing like, is, he'll join, is that, like, he'll join Real Madrid, he'll join PSG, and he's just gonna keep scoring goals. We have okay, so I can say that, like you know, currently in in both men's and women's soccer, we have a generational, possibly like multi generational talent at scoring goals. Currently, like in like getting into their prime, because I'm pretty sure Sam Kerr uh, is still fairly young. Like, uh, how, how old? Holland's, young, Holland's younger than I am, bro. He's not even twenty. I mean, yeah, I Holland is younger than is younger than us. Oh, okay, no, Sam Kerr is twenty nine. Oh, jeez. Oh, well. But I, I, it's like you know generational scoring talent we see that and i'm just comparing comparing the two because like kerr there's a personality there you 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 just enjoy watching her play there's something fun there with holland it is just pure destructive force yeah and holland actually like holland on social media is kind of funny like he just got that awkward humor to him where it's like yeah this guy's not real you know he's kind of funny like that is, one kid's cool he doesn't but exist yeah. He seems like a created player. Like, it's <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's he, Jay Lee. I, th- I think he's on pace for 66 and a half goals this season in the Premier League. If he stays healthy, he should easily be able to get to 40, which like, is just the most ridiculous. Oh, did, you, did you see the one? Oh, did I send you the one graphic? No, I didn't send you the graphic. It is probably one of the funniest graphics. I showed it to uh, I showed it to the Polish kid in my uh, in my acting class today. We both had a laugh about it. Uh it is wild. So this graphic is the uh, fastest to three hat tricks in Premier League history. Easy, at the man. bottom, at the bottom, you see like Luis Suarez, seventy-one games; Andrew Andy Cole, sixty-five; Fernando Torres, sixty-four; Ruud Van Nistelrooy, fifty-nine; Michael Owen is second at fifty at forty-eight; Erling Holland, eight appearances. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, or he's the other set that was going around is that he's got more Premier League. Ha- oh no, he's got as many Premier League catchers as Cristiano Ronaldo. Like which is, it is good narrative. Just, he has a hat trick in each of his three last home games. You, yeah. you no, run out of stats. His last, his last three league games. No, I, I heard oh, okay. home games on the broadcast, so I assume there's a, a difference. But because I, I think he just got the one of shockingly. But yeah, because like that's, that's just, like. I kind of hate it because it's very, I don't know. It just feels so like he's like a mighty ducks villain or something. Like it's, he, I, he's I clear don't know of how everyone to, else at his age and grade. And I don't know how to like, how, how to cheer for him. I, the only thing I see is just like, this man is the villain of this story. Like, and he, yeah, when you, he defeats you, him is the, you, is the winner. You can't kind of like, uh, say he's, he's only doing well. Cause he's playing for it. Cause he scored goals for fun and Dortmund in the oh, Bundesliga God. too. No. And like, you think about like De Bruyne, De Bruyne is going to break the assist record. It's so, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's, this, it's is, this, is, this is, this is like, this is undefeated Patriots territory of just like, Sheer attacking dominance. Yes, obviously the the uh, city is what they're they're not in first at the moment, right? Not technically, but technically they'll be they're fine. not in first. They, yeah. they will definitely win, but they're not in first at the moment. And you know they are undefeated at the moment, but they've got like two draws, whatever. So like this is like Patriots level of attacking dominance because like obviously Tom Brady was already the best quarterback in the league. I mean, uh, you know. I think what Peyton Manning was Peyton Manning was still playing and yeah, still there's some other ones that like close, but, uh, but Tom, like, Brady was still one of Tom Brady was you know Kevin De Bruyne. You don't have to say that he is the absolute best in the world. He is one of the best in the world. Tom Brady was one of the best quarterbacks in the in the league, and then they gave him Randy Moss, and then that just destroyed everything. That broke the league. Yep. <laughs> he just he just kept throwing it to Randy Moss, and this is what that is. De Bruyne to Holland is just Brady to Randy Moss. <laughs> And now we're going to watch as City lose the Champions League final to like AC Milan somehow. Hilarious. I would love that so yeah. much. Uh, but like that's that, that's just like the vibe I'm getting. It's just I don't think like Maradona had like a personality. Pele had a personality like it, it's it's something of just he's a machine. We're just, yeah, we're just he's, he's, he's going to break all the records and we're just not going to talk about yeah. him because it's just like. That's just what he did. The only know. thing comparable <laughs> is like when Ronaldo near like when he turned like 32 and he moved his he just became a striker for Madrid and all he did was score goals. He stopped dribbling, he stopped doing flat, but he would just keep scoring goals every week. This is the closest we have to that, but this is almost better because Holland is younger. He's 20 He's only 23, man. It's like a it's a purity of it. It's and- it's just it's just it's it's like a it's like when the video games cheat against you. It's scripted. No, it's like when you cheat against the video game. It's both, man. It's just, it's unfair. It's like, what is it just, is is unfair. Just be a pro. It, I, give it three years. Once Bremen get good enough, we'll sign them. We'll bring him in. We'll have him next to full crew. We'll, we'll win all the titles. Like, it's just like, yeah, as, as, as you said, like what? He wants to go to other leagues. Like, we'll just wait until he comes to the fire, I guess. Like, on no, his, on you his know passing. What? I know, like, he obviously shouldn't. But I wish next, like going into next season, Holland joins like LAFC. No, then, Holland then joins FC no, Austin. I want him to have good teammates, though. Well, I mean, Austin's can, like, half decent. Okay, fair enough. I just want him to score 100 goals in MLS. Oh, yeah. Gun, no, Austin. Gun to my head, Holland probably scores 100 goals in MLS. Absolutely, Austin. Because Austin, Austin, Austin is set up to like facilitate a striker. 
Fair. Uh, give him to Austin. If Erling Holland could stay healthy and didn't get tired, he'd score 100 goals in the MLS season. <laughs> he, he would get 50 against the fire alone in whatever games they'd play. I was talking anyway. to uh, what we, we were saying before, before because uh, we were talking about Bo Jackson with how, like, man, th- this guy is just, like, so dominant that you almost expect a horrible career-ending injury. <laughs> I, I mentioned that earlier because my brain cannot compute a, a reality where Holland just keeps staying healthy and keeps scoring goals and keeps breaking everything. My brain just accepts the fact that he's probably going to get injured at some stage. Absolutely. That's just how it feels. Think. I think, ah, oh, imagine if he stayed healthy, and that's it. It's like, like this, the, is, uh, this is Bo Jackson. <laughs> no, it's what people say about R nine Ronaldo, the the Brazilian one from back in the day. Oh, fat Ronaldo. So many, so many people say, yeah, if Ronaldo didn't get hurt, he'd be the greatest of all time. But we have no proof of that anymore because we have no idea what would happen if he didn't get hurt. But yeah, like yeah, or we're like, just sort of like everyone is just sort of sitting back and waiting for Holland to get injured. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it the just only makes hope. no sense. It's the only hope anyone has, like, because uh, I, I, I still can't envision City winning the Champions League. Because, you know, like they're still not like a, a god squad where they a team can like catch them on on their day or like if they do well defensively, maybe there's a way you can figure it out. Oh, I've seen that a couple times this season already with their with well, their fairly slow start. Well, that's just been City not caring, and that's why this game was like, like everyone's like, "Oh, City smashing!" No, City just really wanted to try this game. If City like focused like that, well, apparently Port- Pep Guardiola was like annoyed that they took took their foot off the gas after after Anthony yeah, scored. But he's bald. He's weird. Um, if if and City also, played- also we do we do keep talking about Holland, Phil Foden did score a hat trick as well. Yeah, but he's he. Everyone was looking at Erling Holland. United, so United, up, United was able to match Holland, but they were not able to match Phil. <laughs> there was a good tweet where it's like Erling Holland now scores the first hat trick in the Manchester derby since Phil Foden seven minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> or it was the inverse or whatever. But yeah, as a United fan, I'm not really too bothered. City is unfair compared to how we are as a squad. We've had Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for three years. They've got unlimited money, and they have Erling Holland now. We can't compete. It's it doesn't even. It's not even like fair to argue that. And if City want to play like this every game, they would. They would be born with like fifty if they focused. So I'm not too bothered. We go again. We'll get top four. We'll be fine. Uh, rest of Premier League. The North London derby was ugly. I, I didn't even really watch the game. I just I, I zoned out after Arsenal the the red card. Arsenal beat Spurs three to one at the end. Just one of those games where it's like things kind of happen, but you're like, eh, whatever. And then Liverpool still aren't the same. They tied Brighton at home three to three, giving up a goal late on. It's nice to see Brighton at least like not falling apart after losing. Uh, Brighton's unbelievable. They they lose their players, they lose their coach, and they just keep chugging along. Everyone, everyone thought they were the most banter team when they got first got promoted, but they've just been thriving they, ever since. You know what? If Erling Holland is the villain of this story, then Brighton is the hero. Fast forward to whenever they play, and Erling Holland has five against Brighton. <laughs> scores like seven himself. Yeah, he's like, guys, if we and just then believe- Phil, Foden, Phil Foden scores like five too, but nobody's yeah, talking about that. No one cares. <laughs> Brian, Brian will go into the game like, guys, if we just have our team sprint and we believe in each other, we can take him on. And Holland, no, just kicks because they don't the have Graham Potter to say that to them. <laughs> They've got a new foreign dude who I'd have no, I don't know if that guy's even real. They just plucked him from obscurity. Well, I mean, that's Spe- what they did with Graham Potter, didn't they? <laughs> That is true. Speaking of uh, managers, I'm getting better at this well, and worse at the same time. Deserby. <laughs> Roberto Deserby. What where has he done? Is, where is he? I, I've gone to he my came head. From South, well, he, he, he just... No, he was coaching Shakhtar Donetsk. <laughs> yep, and he's only available because of the war. Well, no, he, no, he, he uh, joined them. He joined Shakhtar in 2021 and has been coaching them since then. 
Oh wow. I've who knows then. He left he left in July of this year. I have no idea then, which is weird, but whatever. Um Jose Mourinho was suspended for the, the game Inter Inter Milan versus Asa uh Roma. And Roma actually came back to win that game two one after going oh, down wait, behind. We didn't mention this. We didn't mention this, but uh this is a very much a weekend of just like random big goals in the Premier League. Newcastle crushed Fulham four to one. Uh apparently Miguel Almiron had a good goal. And also oh, yeah. right now, if you're not paying attention, uh as we're recording, uh Leicester City is winning against Nottingham Forest uh four nil. <laughs> yeah, and then that's Leicester's first one of the season. So I think Forest is I'm going down. And I'm it so looks like it looks like Leicester might be going down as well. Still, I I don't think they've. Well, we'll see. Yeah. But I think we can already chalk off Forest to the the relegation three. Maybe we'll see. Um, but yeah, Roma beats Inter. Jose Mourinho was suspended, which meant he had to like record. He recorded Instagram stories from like watching the game like on a plane or in a car. It was and, in the team bus, and he was recording like glimpses of me being frustrated because like you know they're losing, and then it just cuts to him celebrating with his coaches. Uh, behind the bus. I love Jose Mourinho. I, I love Roma by proxy now. Hopefully they can win everything all at the same time, but, you know, growing pains and whatnot. Gotta love it. Um, uh, La Liga, who cares? Although Real Madrid did drop points, according to something my dad said. I assume they tied some La Liga team. And uh, Lewandowski is actually scoring at a really good rate for Barcelona so far. He is playing for Barcelona against some like bum teams in La Liga, but he is so far proving he might be able to get it done if he's not only in Munich. So fair play to him. I'll, I'll see how he. I'm interested to see how he doesn't like the well, Champions I mean, League. It is La, Liga, La Liga is filled with bums though. So like. Yeah, but the really it's not got like a super team around him like Bayern. Like this Barca team's still kind of rebuilding at least. I'm interested to see how that Barca team and Lewandowski hold up in Europe though. That'll be. The I fun do time. like how it, it, in the same way that I, I forgot what team it was that you said, which was like, uh, the the uh like vibes team. Of like, yeah, I know that guy's name. I'll sign. Like, it feels like this Barcelona. A lot of it was just like Xavi was just like, I know that guy. Get him in. But like, really good guys. It's weird because usually some teams will get like thirty year olds they randomly heard of and bring them in. the The best example of that right now is Galatasaray. If you look at Galatasaray's squad, it's fair play to them. Or the Turkish, eh, it's not Turkish in general, but you know, sometimes like that. Olympiacos is big on that too. Olympiacos has so many players where they're like, hey, that guy exists. Let's get him. Like the. Currently, uh, Olympiacos in Greece have James Rodriguez and Marcelo on the same team, which is vibes. And then Liga, no one cares again. But did you see the clip of Messi's free kick? No, I didn't. It was, it was a really cool thing, though, because I don't know what the company is actually for, but there's a company called like Goat, G-O-A-T, whatever. And they're like the sleeve sponsor of PSG. And they also have like the stadium like advertisement boards. And as Messi's free kick went in, like right across the line, one of the boards flipped to the goat sponsorship, which was which is pretty cool to be fair, especially for like the messy propaganda, just like myself. So that was a cool moment in the league. That was a pretty viral clip. That's just a nice moment for the messy fanboy club. Uh, I'm that, very annoyed. All. I'm very annoyed because I was really excited to have propaganda over you about Kenny Pickett over uh, Mitch Trubisky. If you, I was telling my dad about that. And... If the Steelers had won that game, and you started trying to say that some dumb stuff like that. I'd be on my way to your house right now. <laughs> Like, like you would suddenly just hear me disconnect from the call, and you know what'd be coming <laughs> in like an hour, considering the traffic there might be. But yeah. uh, you know, I'd get that. I would just be sat in my car, angry, just waiting. 
<laughs> and then you get here one punch i'm out and then you just walk away yeah your parents are like understandable have a good one on none <laughs> no make, make sure to give you a bagel <laughs> yeah it's fine on all for, for the ride home for, for the energy i experienced i somehow see the dog there even though the dog's not even there anymore i'm like hey, what's up buddy and i just leave but, yeah. But, yeah with that tangent in mind that's uh that's europe yeah uh so speaking of uh goat and that sort of thing uh uh albert pujols i believe made it to 702 home runs oh my god he got another two fair play to yeah uh let me just check this once again because i know that i probably have this wrong he moved into fourth all time he's solidly in fourth all time uh so hey i mean he's he's 42 and hank aaron played for 23 seasons uh Pujols played for uh Pujols has played for 22 now so you know if if he wants to I think that he could at least pass Babe Ruth next season if he sticks around but I know he's probably officially retiring I think, and all that I think he's retired. Babe, what was... Ruth, Babe Ruth is at seven is 714 what's Pujols funny about Pujols is that I think it was like midway through last year or this year, and we got to the point where we're like, okay, Pujols, his career is done. You know, we'll give him his retirement tour. We'll we'll say thanks. He can go on his way. Ryan and then this year he just starts cooking. And no he reason. just exploded for no reason this season, and he got to seven hundred. And I think especially since he got seven hundred, probably just call it a day this season because that's a perfect way to end it. Just with the randomest of hot streaks with with the old team. I mean, he could get third though. He could get third. He's yeah. so close. He's Wait, twelve then, home runs away from was, Babe Ruth. Hank Aaron's second, right? Hank Aaron's second. Gonna... Hank Aaron's like 755. He's not and that's touching like, that. That's, that's the real home run record because that's what everyone says about Judge this season. Like, hey, Yeah, that's the other thing I was one. getting to. Aaron Judge, uh, what, 61 home runs? Technically tying the quote-unquote AL American League record, which most people accept as the real home run record. Well, some people accept as the real home run record because the real home run record is, is led by a bunch of juiced-up dudes. <laughs> and, I'll just uh, go over yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he tied with Roger Maris, and then yeah, National League is you know Sammy Sosa three times, Mark McGuire twice, and then Barry Bonds after in his in his juicing era. Yeah, like I'm not a big baseball guy, but if I was, I'd be firm on the yeah. That's the the home record is the Maris one. I mean, hey, you, you know what John Boy says? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You heard what John Boy said. Look, if I if 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 it comes out in five years time that Holland had like super steroids in him. That worked for soccer, and that's why he scored all those goals. I wouldn't count those records. That's cheating. I don't care if he didn't get caught. Did you see Barry Bonds? It's not, like it, it's well, yeah. Like the the, the description of uh, Mark McGuire going from uh, you know a normal looking guy yeah. to a Soviet machine that takes three days to recalibrate. <laughs> it looked like he ate Mark McGuire. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that, that's cheating. I don't care. I, I don't care about your oh, numbers. Shut up, Barry Bonds cheated. It's it's like it's like when you're in elementary school back in the day, and a kid would cheat, be like, "Hey, he cheated," and everyone's like, "Who cares?" But but he cheated. What? This is an official thing. We can count this a certain way. So, uh, going on at, at, because you know, going on from baseball, then I just want to mention as we move into the J League, uh, the NPB, a 22 year old dude, and the NPB has hit 56 home runs so far this season, and has. I believe it must have broken the record or like got, gotten pretty damn 
pretty damn close. Yeah, this is our connection, by the way, because we usually start with the Japan segment. But instead of starting it, like instead of mentioning Japan at the start and then going into the other baseball stuff, Jiggly, just start with the other baseball stuff in case. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, I connected goat to goat. Yeah, but you went goat to Albert Pujols. Hey, like he's not like the baseball goat. Not the, but like I don't think anyone reasonably has Albert Pujols as their greatest of all time. To be fair, getting pretty close. Uh, anyway, uh, he's no Zach Greinke. I'm a big Zach Greinke guy. I don't know why I, I smiled like that. Um, uh, anyway, but uh, Munataka Murakami hit 56 home runs so far this season. I don't know if the season is officially over yet in Japan. Uh, he plays for the, I just want to mention, he plays for the Occult Swallows, which, wild name, honestly. Do you want to guess where they're from? Kyoto. They're from Tokyo. They play in Shinjuku. Nice. Uh, which uh, Shinjuku, from my understanding, is the uh, sort of like it's like the Mag Mile in Chicago, except like an entire neighborhood. Okay. In uh, in Tokyo, and uh, do you want to get it's Yakult? I thought that it was like a place. It is not. It's just a yogurt company. Okay. It is a drinkable yogurt company. Okay, drinkable yogurt. <laughs> that doesn't sound like yogurt, to be fair. But we move, I guess. Have you never have ha- had the drinkable yogurt? Drinkable yogurt is not a thing. It's just a different it type is. of. It's just a different thing than. It is. I don't like that. I don't like the concept of drinkable. It's just a different fluid than. We've also never had kelpis, so it's like, like it's like calling water drinkable ice. It's just water, my man. <laughs> uh, I, I I remember the when when I went to uh when when uh when RJ showed me where uh I believe Amart is. Uh, on the way to a fire game, and we came back, and he bought me a Kelpis, and I was like, "Great! I've heard so much about this drink." And I had a bit of it. It's like, don't like it. <laughs> I do not like this. Bakari the- Sweat. Not a big fan of that. A A Mart. There's an actual place called A Mart. I believe. Yeah, I believe it's called A Mart. Where's Where's like uh, G Mart or like P Mart? Because I know we got K Mart. We used to have. So where's yeah. Where's the rest of AO? Is worse. Anyway, uh, I'm going to do uh, it this time. I'm sorry. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Uh, Osaka uh, draw 1-1 with Shonan Belmari. But the fun thing about that is that both goals came in injury time. There was a 90-second minute penalty from Jean Patrick to uh, put Osaka ahead. And in the 95th minute, Osaka did score again. They scored an own goal by, uh, from uh, Mutsuki Kato. So, I deal that. Yeah. Uh, that's not as awesome or interesting as uh, Consadale Sapporo actually taking down Kawasaki. Uh, they, they were like 3-3. Three, three. Uh, then Kawasaki had a man sent off, I believe. Fairly going crazy this week, or went crazy past tense. Yeah, it's just, it's just a real fun time. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, man was sent off in the 85th minute. Uh, Sapporo had just equalized in the 83rd. And you have to go all the way to the 102nd minute for a game winner from Siyoshi Ogashiwa. It's just one of those times in soccer when you watch a game that goes really long, you think there's got to be a goal now. Hasn't Somebody's got to score a goal at this like point. Like a 105th minute timestamp. Yeah. Also, uh, sorry, I, I'm late on this, but uh, uh, Asian baseball related. I have now a, have you heard, you know Busan in South Korea? Yeah. I've got a Busan Bears jersey, which is the the K uh, the K like, baseball whatever. No, it's KPB. No, not KPB. Yeah. 
whatever the Korean baseball league is called. To be fair, I should know this. I watched an entire K drama about it. I now have a jersey of the Busan Bears, which is lovely because my, my my sister went to Korea and brought one back for me, which is nice. I think it is the KBL, huh? Yeah, clean Neat. my closet. Oh, KBO, Korean Baseball Organization. I love, I love. My favorite uh, acronym is how the NBA has has association in it, and it just works so well. <laughs> uh, Kyoto got a smash and grab over Sagan Tosu. That was a one nil victory. And uh, Yokohama Marinos, with that uh, Kawasaki loss, Yokohama Marinos are pretty damn clear right now at the top of the at the top of the table. They are eight points clear of Kawasaki. And especially now with a 4-0 smacking of Nagoya Grampus. So, nice. uh, Down over at the bottom of the table, though, Jubilo Iwa... Oh, hey! Vissel Kobe climbed out. (laughs) What? Did he even play, though, or is he just kind of... Has not been playing, still. Uh, They are only three points ahead of the line. Uh, you got Jubilo Iwata, look like they're going down. They got 24 points now. But they do have a couple games in hand on the uh, teams in front of them. Uh, Gambo Osaka with 30 points. Avispa Fukuoka with 31 points. Uh, those are the bottom three. But then right above that is Shonan Belmare and Shimizu Espulse with 32. Kyoto with 33. And Vissel Kobe with 34. All of them are still very much in the hunt for relegation. I want to see oh. Vissel Kobe relegated. Up oh, no, how dare you? Up the investor. <laughs> uh moving on now to the women's side of things in Japan. The uh Wii League had the Wii Cup and uh Urawa Reds win on penalties over Tokyo Verdi. Uh, well, was, was, that, was that the final or was that the cup competition? That was the cup competition. Okay. That was uh they it was a three three draw in re- regulation and uh they went to penalties and Ura Red the Reds Won four to two on penalties. Even the the women's league went crazy. Big day, big weekend for drama and in in uh, Japan. Yeah, so I was gonna say K drama, but then I I realized no. different countries. Oh, there are J dramas, but they are not good. <laughs> it's like is it? No, never mind. No, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, from 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 what I've been taught about like the differences and from what I've figured out is that a lot of acting the the uh, the methods of acting in japan for film are meant for actors on stage so like their emotions are just way too much <laughs> i like how i like you say you've been taught instead of you've been told like there's someone specifically teaching you these things in order I'm for you to learn acting, I'm in, i've been in multiple acting classes like i've <laughs> i've yeah, learned fair this enough, actually that's on me <laughs> that's on uh, i've been odd on <laughs> This time, finally, you leave because of something you did wrong. <laughs> yes, yeah. I guess sometimes you got to own up. It's like when in, in, in Euro basket, when a player fouls and like taps their chest and points up, be like, yeah, my fault. <laughs> but uh, it, it's very much like the acting is much more based on like playing all the way to the back. You only need to play to the cameraman. Like you don't need to have like massive, expre- massive expressions. And it's just like an issue uh, when I watch a J drama. Uh, versus a K drama, which is actually good. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's um, it. it, it fun, fun things happening in the Nippon. Uh, NWSL, though, uh, we have fun story and then we have bad story. So let's do the fun story first. Uh, there was the I say final day, but it was like the final weekend because there was only one game on Sunday, <laughs> and it all came down to that 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 game for the final playoff spot. 
Unfortunately, Angel City was not involved because uh, the North Carolina Courage were able to hold off the San Diego Wave to a scoreless draw. Uh, and, and other fun stuff on that Saturday was uh, the Portland Thorns actually being held to a draw with a comeback draw from Gotham FC. Gotham has now finished with 13 points on the season. They would have had 12 if they if uh, they had lost this one. But it's uh, not good. It is not good, but it's very funny <laughs> that yeah. uh, that Portland was actually fighting for the shield. I believe there was a conversation. Uh, there are rumors that the NWSL shield was in the stadium at that time to so that they could be, it could be handed out to the Thorns after the game. But uh, there's a, a, according to uh, according to some Gotham players, I believe I think it was McCall Cerboni. I don't really know uh but i think it was mccall zerboni who said that you know they were not aware of any sort of discussions about like whether or not the shield was in the stadium they just wanted to win the game and they didn't win they took a draw but it was a very important draw and that meant that the shield went to the uh the ol rain who uh beat the orlando pride three nil i didn't even write this one down that was uh yeah, pino uh with Emma and uh, Bethany Balser all scored in that game. And obviously racing Louisville, Kansas city didn't quite have as much of a sting as it needed to dash beat the spirit fairly easily two one. So that held off any sort of like double switch anyway. So it came yes. down to the final game of the red stars needed to win in order to get in. And uh, I just want to point out that first of all, there, there was some wonderful banter this weekend from NWSL accounts, which I showed that one. I showed the one to uh, to Adnan of uh, the freaking no no avatar person saying, "Oh yeah, it should be an easy win." Gotham has been phoning it in all se- the whole season, and that same person apparently like was uh, trashing Gotham in a different reply, and the Gotham admin just like retweeted that with "Miss you." Good. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, added by a professional sports team. Uh, man, I got a story for you when we get to the fire. Uh, right. Anyway, uh, so the NC Courage decided to try to have some sort of like similar thing going with like trash talking the Red Stars. They had the whole squad laughing. Uh, they tweeted, "Rumor has it a guy named Steve Bartman rode into SeatGeek Stadium on a billy goat tonight." We don't know. We don't know what that means, but sounds promising. That is yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> if I if I ran social media before every single game, I would just add the other team's account and then just call them ugly. <laughs> Honestly, that's just your style in general. Just imagine if- you just see a tweet from Hey, like, like you just see a, a tweet from at Chicago Fire, and then the tweet just says at FC Cincinnati, you ugly, and that's it. <laughs> Honestly, that would have been so much better out of uh, out of. Uh, the courage. I was about to say something, but then I realized that, like, oh wait a second, no, the courage were like the first ones to have the the shoe drop on them with all that stuff. So I guess they, they couldn't make a joke about that. Anyway, oh, uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, happy stuff. Still, the Red Stars win two nil at home to Angel City. Uh, my dad asked me if I wanted to go to the game, but I said no because it's still protesting this team for things I'll discuss later. <laughs> But so, uh, did, did that uh, Angel City make the playoffs? 
Angel City did not make the playoffs. Uh, wow. They, they, were already, they were already eliminated by uh, the Courage getting that draw. So Angel City wasn't really playing for anything in this game. But uh, the Red Stars still had to win, and they did. Uh, Mallory Pugh got it in the uh, fourth minute of added time in the first half. <laughs> I thought that Angel City was going to be like a super team like LAFC. Everyone thought like it was going to be. Hype. Honestly, it had so much hype. Uh, but uh, instead, they... Uh, Got in, bo- got on board with a bunch of NFT bros, and suddenly the team tanked. Like, uh, <laughs> like Trevor Lawrence this past week, and they dropped the ball. Hey, oh, hey. I think Trevor Lawrence had four fumbles because it was raining, and Rex yeah. Ryan just kept yelling on TV. I don't think they practiced with the wet ball this week. It was a good time. <laughs> Go on, I love Rex. Wait, Ryan. Rex Ryan is a commentator now? No, no, he does. Uh, like he, he's on ESPN shows in the morning. I love oh. Rex Ryan. Uh, anyway, uh. And then in the 77th minute, Yuki Nagasato hit an absolute butte. Just a, a great. Did, have you, did you see this goal? I think I retweeted it. I did it not, a, but. It is a wonderful looking goal. Uh, probably the only good news we'll see out of the Red Stars all week. <laughs> nice. That's what you. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's definitely going to be the high point. <laughs> that's the high point of this week. This amazing Yuki goal. I need to find where to go. Where did it go? Please, I need this happiness. <laughs> I need this small bit of happiness from you. I, I, I don't mean to like immediately trigger like transition to the bad stuff before it's like too soon, but the I've just realized that this whole thing has happened right before the playoffs. Right before the, right the, before the, the findings. That's big. well, I mean, you know, the original resignation happened literally the night of losing. No, wait, the night after the uh, they lost uh, the championship. I thought I thought it was the night of. It may have been the night of, uh, but yeah, uh, like it was like nobody really understood what was happening fully. And then everything just starts coming out. Where is this? Here it is. I still follow a bunch of Red Stars accounts. Like I don't interact with the official Red Stars account anymore, but I try to make sure that I retweet like all of the fan accounts. But like this is just a beautiful goal. Like you just see Yuki. Just like, you know, she takes the defender on and, you know, just gets around her. A wonderful shot with the left foot over the keeper. It's just perfect. It's exactly what you want. And I'm so happy that Yuki's still going. I forget all these NWSL games are on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, actually, there are a couple. There's some of them that are, like, available. Uh, the Red Stars have... A local deal, I'm pretty sure, uh, with uh, the U WCIU. But Aww. yeah, that's it's it's a nice looking yeah. goal. It, it's 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 a nice looking goal there. Anyway, moving on. Uh, if you remember a while back, Sally Yates, uh, who if you recognize that name and do not know who she is, you're the same as the both of us because both of us know this name from somewhere. We couldn't figure it out. Uh, she's a former uh, former deputy attorney general uh, from 2007. Uh, and yeah, acting you. Uh, no, wait, acting you. Uh, for the US and uh she was brought in to do the investigation of uh uh do 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 a full investigation of US soccer of the NWSL and unfortunately I have not had a chance to read it it came out like as I was getting home 
Uh, so I don't have a full grasp of the situation. So I'm going to try to focus more on like the Red Stars stuff that I've seen and seen talked about because there's one major concerning thing in this entire story. Uh, so obviously we all know about with Rory created a hostile environment uh, for the players, made racist and sexist comments a lot. And, uh, you know, there's some talk of Rory being Rory. Uh, you know, that's that that was, you know, th the same sort of thing uh, that you, that you constantly hear in these sort of allegations against a guy. It's like, oh, no, he's just be that's that's just how he is. And so nobody does anything about it. So the big problem that I saw is that when the when the when the uh, when everything first came out, uh, everybody immediately there were a lot of people who immediately went after Arnhem, but Arnhem was making it sound like, oh, he didn't know anything about what, what was this? Oh, I didn't know. And then there was other smaller comments that like he kind of knew about it, but just didn't do anything about it. He actually had a very active role in the entire thing, which was apparently after press had gone to then, uh, then what, what, what's who's in charge of the U.S. Federation? The president. It's not. It's not Sunil Gulati anymore. It was, but, but like that, then, then President Sunil Gulati, uh, and also talked to Jill Ellis, and apparently Rory Dames had offered to resign all the way back in 2014, and. Arnhem apparently refused to accept uh, Rory Dame's resignation. Yikes! <laughs> That's, uh, uh, refusing a resignation is a strange thing to hear. A decline, whatever the, the term they use. Or, well, just like the fact that it's like, hey, yeah, I, I resign. You're like, I'm going to resign. This is a bad. I, I messed up. It's like, nah, fam. Just, you're, you're staying on board. Like, and, that is uh, rough. <laughs> that is. Not uh, obviously not a good look. Um, yeah, I, I my my buddy sent me that because he didn't he's not really like keeping a track of the end of so but he sent me because he was stunned that it was the table of contents alone was six pages. There's Oof. probably so many things in that, and you're just gonna break more and more as the day goes on. Yeah, and there's going to be some bad stuff. And it's gonna be well. There's there's well, also well, other stuff. WSL. There, there's also definitely some things in here with like, oh, Jill Ellis was complicit in some of these things. So, like, you know, obviously uh, confirming everyone's thoughts of Jill Ellis was not that good of a coach. Why was she still around? Uh, she was hiding things for people. So she did know where the dead bodies were buried, apparently. And <laughs> like, there's other stuff. Uh, apparently, there was a lot of different people who like sam johnson had reported to arnhem and arnhem did nothing so much more uh stuff apparently rory would make jokes about oh don't don't want to get into a vest investigation again like there's definitely uh, not, not the best thing it, there, it's just so it, much, it's... there's so much in here that implicates arnhem and everything now that i'm looking at it uh there's also obviously the discussion of Eclipse, which is the team that uh, Rory owned. I think he still owns the team, the youth soccer team. Because I, uh, oh, I mentioned heavens. Last week. oh heavens, no! That's I not, mentioned that's... last week my uh, my 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 cousin, uh, who like from the Chicago area. She is was pretty much nearby, or at least like 
you know, there, there's there's quite a few like high level uh, youth soccer youth soccer teams in the Chicago area. Uh, obviously, you'd know about the soccer's. That's the one she chose. And uh, then you'd know about like there, there's a couple more Celtic, I think, is the one that's around here. OK. And then uh, Chicago Magic. But that's more the uh, boys soccer. Uh, but then obviously there's Eclipse, which is much more focused on girls soccer. And that's that was Rory's. And uh, apparently, like, there was always like the question that we had uh, with, with like, oh, you know, why, why didn't you choose Eclipse? Like you could have gotten like straight into the Red Stars at that point, because we know that Rory really likes sticking with players from Eclipse. Mm-hmm. And like I've heard now, like, oh, yeah, she's she's slowly been learning stories from people that she knows who did go to Eclipse. Oh, and God. Yeah, there's uh, not nothing good from that. And then of course, the there there's a tweet out there that like it does not it does not like you don't need to do that much digging to find that uh that like Rory married a former player of his from Eclipse. Mm. It's just it's very, it's very uncomfortable reading and listening and all that stuff, but at the very least and I mean it's it's better that this is out than it happening and not being known, but she's just grim. And there's, some of these there's, there's a lot that needs to be shoveled out of the league, of the team, and yeah. Like, it, it mean, is... The, the, there's the, the main thing right now is that Arnhem just still has not stepped up to do anything. That's the big thing. Of, there's no way he survives this, though. I have to say, there's no absolutely. way conceivably. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mary Paulson is probably going to like the thing is the thing with all this stuff coming out was that with like on the on the Portland end, we kind of started getting to getting to getting to uh, figure figuring out Merritt Paulson because Paulson was going way too like was saying stupid stuff online <laughs> for a while uh, until finally he privated his account because, you know, he'd said too much stuff, stupid stuff online. Then obviously you see on the, on the Timbers end, like the stuff with Andy Polo and how they're protecting him. You know, there, yeah. there's, they're like, everybody hates the guy. He's still there, but everybody hates the guy. With Artem, okay. there was at least like this small doubt that like, maybe he just didn't know, but then why isn't he saying anything? And so, uh, definitely the culture of silence. That's uh, it's horrific. It's just I don't know how you can be just a person and be like, oh hey, this guy's doing terrible things. I'm just gonna keep him. You're fine by me. Guy coaches soccer good. Yeah, it's fine by me. And I mean, yeah, now, yeah now the, it's, it's real awkward to be like, yeah, the Red Stars are the only team in the league, or at least like a, a historic seventh time straight that they've made the playoffs, and they've never had a losing record actually. Uh, in, in the NWSL, they've never had a losing record. Let me check what it is officially this season. Yep, still not a losing record, 9-6-7. and seven. They've never had a losing record, and they've made the playoffs like seven straight times, but the problem that you're seeing is, well, the person who got them there, you don't want to talk about him. Not good. Yeah. So, and I've seen the shift now where it's Orwin sell the team to, he needs to be like removed from the position because you don't want him to be able to now benefit from this, this, this yeah. sale because the Red Stars will obviously he'll get more money than I assume than what he paid for. Absolutely. But yeah, it's, when do, when do, when do the playoffs start? The playoffs start. Is it this uh, coming weekend? Okay. Here, here's, here's a slight bit of levity to, uh, to the, uh, to the way things are. Uh, a slight bit of levity to our conversation here. Uh, in the official uh, graphic for the playoffs, 
uh, they just sort of like forget that there's actually oh, yeah. games that need to be yep, played. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because I sent Adnan to check through the, the Red Stars hashtag for me. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah, it starts uh, on the 16th. So they got like a it's week a off. a time. Okay. Because they're going to have to figure out something for the playoffs, so it's obviously. I mean, that, like, they've played an entire season now. Like, that's the thing. Like, everybody's just been waiting. Arnhem has not been, has, like, the thing is, is that, like, I always talked about Arnhem being a good owner. That was like, you know, being good to the fans. That was a like discussing a discussing it and like being able to actually he, he was an accessible person to the fans. He showed up to tailgates, you know, he, sa- he as I keep saying, he sat behind me. <laughs> like he his seat was like right behind mine. So, I was able to like shout back at him. He read some of my stories as well, and it's just really horrifying to be like, "Oh yeah, he just decided to make sure that the players were constantly in danger. Like, it goes back to our discussion earlier, except, you know, in a different type of danger. Still very much danger, but it's a different type of danger. Our conversation earlier with, uh, you know, Tua. They just put him out there with no regard for, uh, for his safety. And Arnhem kept Rory around with no regard for player safety. Yeah, total systematic failure all around. It's, yeah, it's hard to even talk about almost because you're like, yeah, this is terrible. And now you just got to wait for the shoes to drop, hopefully. Yeah, uh, obviously, I will. I'm going to try to do some more reading on this, try to get through a lot of the legalese that will be discussed, that will be in there, and probably other horrifying extra details about Paul Riley <laughs> that nobody yeah, wants I, to hear. I assume it's not. I assume this is much more than just Red Stars, obviously. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's supposed to be very comprehensive, uh, and apparently there is an ESPN forty for uh, I said forty for forty, and I typed it. It's thirty for thirty, and ESPN thirty for thirty is out, but. Uh, from what I heard before it officially dropped was that like they don't really talk about the Red Star side of it. Like it focuses oh. much more on Paul Riley. And did just, like, did he just do worse things? I guess, or I mean, did worse things, but also like a bunch of the people involved with the Red Star stuff like refused to be involved with it. Like press didn't want to be involved. So, oh, not not a good sign either. Uh, it's uh, well, press was the one who like. Was the oh, one yeah, trying true. to sound every sound off on yeah, everyone. Uh, so I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously, like if she wants to have her privacy, then yeah, she can right. have it. It's just you know, we're all trying to figure out this story, and so and much of this hard. is bad. Obviously, it is it's so just, bad. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to something fun. About the forty-year-olds taking on the uh, oh no, wait, no I, I thought I must. That's, you skipped. You skipped the actual league. <laughs> um, good. Um, <laughs> Seattle and Atlanta are both missing the playoffs, which is pretty big news considering the talents they both got and the fact this will be the first time Seattle ever missed the playoffs. Yeah. Um, from what I also, saw, I didn't, also if Seattle, well, so with Seattle making uh, missing the playoffs, that might put Garth Lagerwey's position. No, shut up, man. Also, I I did like the one meme that I saw, which uh, did did you win the did you win the Champions League? Yes. What did it cost? Everything. <laughs> it's yeah, because I, I I know that was a thing where MLS teams that would do well in the Champions League and lose in the final would suck that season. But I thought Seattle winning it would have at least given them enough momentum to kind of carry over their tiredness. But apparently not. They were just 
at sixes and sevens all year. It just <laughs> never came together. Um, LAFC, I, I guess, won the Supporters Shield. I saw a random headline about that online. They did. Uh, I also sent you the meme. I also sent you the meme about the meme with uh, Gareth Bale won the won the won the Supporters Shield. Did not do anything. <laughs> yeah, fair play to him. I mean. Hopefully he can actually like play well in the playoffs because uh, everyone's gonna want to see what Gareth Bale can do in the, like the big games. But this is for Chiellini. This is for Chiellini. Yeah, yeah. Well, I forgot about that. I completely forgot. About <laughs> this is all for Chiellini. <laughs> Bale, Bale fit, uh, pumps his fist as, as he sees Chiellini crying while he hoists the supporter shield, clutching no it. Has, like no you, know, has, you know, no. the, you know one, the one, uh, the one classic image of. Uh, of Jordan hugging the hugging yeah. the trophy like no. after 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 his comeback. So like you know in the prior pictures like his dad is there and now it's just him and he's crying. And <laughs> no one has the heart to tell Keely they still got to do the playoffs. <laughs> just he's just so happy. Um yeah, there, what's funny is there's still MLS midweek games the week of the final week of the season. And there's actually two good games because it's Inter Miami versus Orlando and Charlotte versus Columbus. Yeah, the so Miami Orlando game is uh, technically a rivalry game, isn't it? Yeah, and we might have everything decided by that night in terms of the Eastern Conference, maybe depending on how results go. And in the West, I don't have the league. I I close my laptop. I do want to mention, do want to mention of a very interesting result from that week. Obviously, we we might have thought that the uh, that the uh, fire result was interesting. I mentioned to uh, I I I, uh, I got I know a guy who actually went to the Charlotte game. And we were talking about like, oh yeah, high ticket for that, and how they were doing that. And I said, oh yeah, by the way, like, oh yeah, Duran scored two goals. I, I'm happy with that. And then he was just like, oh, he only scored two goals. <laughs> oh yeah, Daniel Rios with four goals, one of them a penalty, but uh, he's he, the he scored the 24th, 54th, 72nd minute was the penalty. So like they gave him the third goal with a penalty, and it didn't even matter then because he also scored in the 91st minute. So. Dreamland. So and that kept Charlotte alive too. They beat the fire. They beat Philadelphia. Now they have a chance if they can take yeah. care of Columbus. Uh, Kai Wagner uh, was the uh, man who was sent off for Philly, though. Uh, that oh, was geez. how they got. The, that was how they got the penalty, I guess. Well, for my dad's sake, hopefully Charlotte can get there because my dad wants to at least see one team in the plot. No kidding. Uh, also, another. Oh yeah, and you mentioning uh, with uh, making playoffs and all that. Despite losing to Houston, <laughs> wait a second. They lost to Houston. Houston was down a man too. Oh well, no, it was a ninety. Okay, wait a second. Houston, Houston was up two 0 going into injury <sighs> time. They had a man sent off in the ninety fourth minute, and then Walker Zimmerman scored in the ninety sixth minute. Anyway, uh, Nashville made the playoffs, <laughs> and a, they have not missed the playoffs a single season so far. So is it three years of Nashville? Right. I I think it might be three or four years. Yeah, I know I think that, it's that was three. that was a uh, that was something that people mentioned, which was like you know. Uh, Dax McCarty had not actually missed the playoffs until he joined the fire. And then he missed the playoffs. We trade him because he's quote unquote washed up and he has not missed the playoffs again since. I assume Nashville is now the only team that's made the playoffs every year or that has the longest run. Oh no, LAFC. Did LAFC ever miss the playoffs? Um, Austin hasn't missed the playoffs yet. Well, yes, obviously. (laughs) Is this Austin's first year? Yeah. Fair play to those dudes. Jeez, I completely forgot it was their first year. I know they're like they, second. Like, the a, like like a duck to water. Like I was gonna say something, but I couldn't think of it. I couldn't think of anything that wouldn't be censored because we've gotten this far. We might as well last the the rest of the way. And we're trying. Um, 
Sometimes. No, I'm kidding. I will try. I, I am a stupid man. Bees. Are you prepared <laughs> for the situation? Are you prepared? Um. Yeah, MLS. And then the Western Conference, I've, uh, do you have the league table? Because my laptop's closed. Yeah. My eyes are shut. I'm just trying to rest up a bit. All right. What are what are the teams that are left? Oh wait, I actually know the the full things, uh, the, the full situations because somebody actually posted them for me. The the East we can leave alone because the midweek games will shape everything. So that's that's whatever. It's between I think I think it's it might be it those is, four teams fighting for those Minnesota spots. and Portland or Vancouver and RSL, pretty much because okay. uh, it, it actually will come down to the final game. No, it's a final oh, day because nice. Minnesota oh, will dude. be playing against Vancouver and Portland will be playing against RSL. Dude, if we can get Vancouver and RSL in the playoffs again, that'd be dreamland stuff. I mean, I they're, see- they're gonna have to take. Well, I mean, we're fine with Portland losing because obviously everything going yeah, on obviously. with them. No, I I don't know if I want Vancouver over Minnesota. Basically, I, it's winning in for both of those teams, and it's a, if it's a draw, then if it's a draw, then Portland goes in. Then if it's a draw, then Minnesota goes in. But it is winning in for everyone. I've still got my skepticism on Minnesota United. Me and Minnesota United's like that one, like you know when there's always that one really popular kid in school, and you're like something's off with them. We I have no proof of this, but something don't sit right with me. That's yeah. what I feel with Minnesota. I don't rock with Minnesota for some reason. I don't. I get like it. Minnesota, but like yeah, there is just something off with the way that they are. I'm telling you, something's gonna happen. <laughs> the, the, no, I can't. This it's, weekend's it's like, one the, of the, it's like the opposite of RSL, where like RSL is just vibes. Minnesota is like I don't know. And like RSL, we should you. I should know sane MLS person should look at RSL and Minnesota and think I like RSL more. That's not like an RSL. Yeah. But I just like someone in Minnesota is going to pull out a gun this weekend during the game. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. I got. I got. I got nothing. Abu didn't lie. We went so far. You can't censor that. Come on, I'm not going. I'm not saying it. I'm going to allow. I, fine, I'll allow yeah. it. I just make a lot of jokes because I forgot. Uh, I can't make the exact reference, but it's from a Bo Burnham sketch. And the like, the 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 punchline is just randomly with a gun. And I love saying random things and then like blank blank with a gun, even what, though like the uh, the, no, the uh, guy, like, well, I'm I'm just thinking of the one joke of uh, we beat him. We're we're I'm gonna defeat you with the power of friendship and this gun I found. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know, or like Indiana Jones. If you ever see that scene. Where like Indiana Jones, like yeah, the, the, the bad guy yeah, shows yeah. up, does like this whole thing, and then Indiana Jones just shoots him. Yeah, yeah. And this gun I found. <laughs> uh, well, you, you saw you saw the thing that I posted after I posted in the uh, the, uh, the the report. Just that the, that that picture. We can't expect God to do all the work. <laughs> yeah. I, I sent the uh, the the actual quote. I, I was thinking about referencing. In the thing, because it just it makes me laugh every time. The way he delivers it is so good, but I can't obviously. Yeah, if you put a space there. in between that, that's 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 obviously it's he's so a funny. very good comedian. So anyway, that's, yeah. yeah um, so it, I mean, yeah. if if the if the East is going to be you know mostly decided midweek, the West is going to be decided on the weekend and on the actual like decision day. Except yeah. like, you know, it, there's no other game that involves. They'll be seating, I assume, somewhere, maybe. I don't, I don't know, idea. man. I also, I just want to say, LAFC almost bottled the uh, almost bottled the supporter shield. Yeah, they they've recovered enough, thankfully, for Chiellini's sake. But <laughs> for Chiellini's and sake, like I, I I've lost interest in MLS since I've lost interest with the fire. But I'm always excited about the playoffs. 
It's like it's like Christmas Day for me because since I'm not Christian, you know, you know, I have to have something. Like NHL playoffs are always just randomly fun to watch for me. Yeah, I love the playoffs, but especially I'm like, I've got so many good good memories from watching MLS playoffs. <laughs> and on that note, I gotta go pee again, so I'll be back in a sec. Well, I'm just gonna talk about uh, the uh, MLS MLS Modern Soccer too. I want to keep going so that I don't have to uh, edit this out. Uh, Adnan has left. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Columbus Crew 2 won against Toronto FC 2, 4 to 3. Obviously, the old men did it again. Uh, actually, uh, it was tied 2 to 2 at regulation because of a 93rd minute uh, tying goal from uh, what is his full name? Ante- Ant- Anton Antonoglu. Uh, but uh, Tammy, Tammy Antonoglu. Uh, anyway, as I said, it's the, the old guys were scoring for uh, for Columbus, and while they did get a 94th minute goal again from Antonoglu, uh, the crew were able to come back from that and win four to three in the 119th minute. So that was cutting it a bit late for them. Uh, that means that the crew too will be moving away, uh, moving on to. The uh, we'll be moving on to the final on the other side of the bracket. Uh, that was uh, St. Louis City two against the Coma Defiance. St. Louis City two wins two to one over the Defiance. That was goals from Ostrak and Doling uh, on St. Louis and Sissoko got a penalty in the 76th minute, and they were not able to really do much after that. Uh, so yeah, the final will be. Columbus Crew 2 against St. Louis City 2, which honestly sounds like the... Uh, th- there's, a, there's a lot of Fire fans that are already really against St. Louis. And yeah, it's just wild to... <laughs> it's just uh, it, It's just wild that the Fire's two apparently biggest rivals are playing against each other in the final of uh, the MLS Next Pro. Nah, next time we we I'm just gonna walk in the bathroom and start urinating while I'm talking. You're gonna have to have fun with that. Pause. Anyway, uh, I was talking about the uh, how the uh, MLS Next Pro playoffs have turned out. Yeah, I'm so uh, happy. Columbus Crew. Yeah, I'm Columbus so happy Crew. With the Columbus. I want Columbus to win the final by like fifty. With their, like, I don't know. St. Louis City probably has like some old guys there too. Hopefully, they play the Dortmund keeper in the final since the game matters. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I was just talking about how it's interesting that uh, there are fire fans that already consider like St. Louis their absolute rivals. Like when when uh, when Sandlo had mentioned like, oh yeah, the the uh, the new facility there looks nice. Like there are people already making fun of it, saying it looks like a prison. Weird. Uh, I, people already do not like this. And, right, do not you know, like and so it's really interesting how, like, two of the Fire's biggest rivals, apparently, their, their second team are in the championship. <laughs> uh, this is going to be toxic, right? But odds on St. Louis makes the playoffs before the Fire do. And, like, the real MLS. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it, I, wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't bet against it. Uh, okay. so, uh, no, I, I'm actually, I'm reading an update on the, uh, oh. NWSL stuff. Um, uh, uh, Sarah Spain, minority owner of the Red Stars has made a statement. I'm just going to read this thing in full so I can react as I'm saying it. 
Uh, she tweet uh, it's a full like five tweet thread. I've been in podcast recordings for hours, and I'm now working my way through the lengthy Sally Yates report. I want to make clear that I'm outraged. I've been outraged for quite some time, and the new information in here is all the more upsetting. I haven't been able to and still can't publicly can't speak publicly on a lot of this. And in many cases, public posts would be satisfying to all of you and cathartic to me, but ultimately not helpful to the larger goal. But I assure you, I've been doing everything I can to influence change. Sometimes in life, you don't get what you signed up for, and it's tempting to bail. In the end, sticking around and trying to fix a mess is the right thing to do, as uncomfortable and, pain and painful as it may be. I promise there's been tremendous work behind the scenes. I promise there are people who, above everything else, want what's best for the players. I promise there are people who want to make this league successful and a model of how a pro league can handle abuse or conflict. Those things are not mutually exclusive. In fact, there is no such thing as success without a league being a place for players, staff, etc. To, thr to thrive. This is a big job, can't fix what you don't know is broken, though, so we have to keep shining a light on what's not right and do everything necessary to change it. That was from Sarah Spain. So, so still no big news yet. It, it sounds, well, I mean, it is sounding like they actually are, like, doing things or at least trying to do things and i think that that's one of the big things that a lot of red stars fans want to hear right now which is we've been asking about this for so long we just wanted arm to say anything and now it's like arm didn't even have to say anything to implicate himself because yeah. he was being incredibly implicated by the entire report it's clear sarah Spain just kind of wants to tweet out ayo hey, i want this dude out of here too to be fair i just can't do anything about it yet yeah so we'll see what happens uh going forward Obviously, as you said, like they're going, they're they're going into the playoffs right now. Like, what is the I mean, time? Yeah, the, the team on the pitch. Well, I mean, the Port Portland Thorns uh, just missed out. I, I think the Portland Thorns kind of have it worse. Like, at least the Red Stars had a victory this weekend before all this dropped. The Portland Thorns lost out on the uh, on the on the NWSL Shield uh, by and taking a draw against the worst team possibly. No, not worse than uh, than some former sky blue fc teams although you know i guess if you consider sky blue fc and gotham fc as the same team which they kind of are history, yeah. historically that is the worst team in the league good uh, and uh portland uh, had lost out on the shield because of a draw to them so like you know i think they're they're handling this a whole lot worse especially since like as i said a lot of it is much more a lot of what people are talking about outside of the Red Stars community, from what I can tell when I keep scrolling over to the side to see like full my full feed, is that more people are talking about like the Paul Riley stuff. So moving yeah. on, we got uh that that was that was MLS uh, Modern Soccer 2. So now we got the fire, which I'm gonna be honest here. I technically watched this game. It was on on my laptop, but I was playing Genshin Impact with a few people from the anime club instead of like fully paying attention to the game. I, through some stroke of luck, I actually was I actually like looked down whenever like whenever a goal was scored, I was looking down at it. So like, nice. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was in a sim. Well, not kind of same kind of different. I was watching covering the game as always, but I had nine relatives over. <laughs> So it was kind of hectic, and sometimes I would just look up and be like, oh, what is going on here? But yeah, it was... The Fire actually decided to fight for once, which was nice. Well, not for once, because they, they, they've shown in the glim like in glimpses in the past. Yeah, they the, 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 the game, I mean. 
they, but they also had other games where they just didn't show up for work that day. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a good win. It's I it's gonna be tough because I, I'll just start with this then. The big the big taglines from this game are gonna be Gutierrez and Duran. Duran had two goals and an assist. Goody with a goal and an assist, maybe right. I remember seeing. I I know I was looking at uh, how like. People were actually voting for Goody for uh, like obviously number one for like player of the week was the dude who scored four goals. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, but like people kept adding in Goody as the uh, sec as their second choice. Yeah, Goody and Duran both made the team of the week. Big performances obviously for them, and for a lot of people, are people are saying like, oh hey, look at these two youngsters from Chicago. That's a really good sign for the future. I, <laughs> I, I okay, thank you, because I, I I hate to be that guy, but I'm still skeptical on both of them, and this is a game that ultimately did not matter for the fire. It did or, matter for the other game, so like this is this is more Cincinnati blowing bottling it than the fire winning. Yeah, it's if Cincinnati were in the right headspace because they were completely frosted by the end of the game. A fight broke out of obviously, but like especially because I know I saw a lot of comments were like. I think someone. I think I'm less supposed about Gutierrez and Duran going off, and they're both so young. And everyone's like, "Oh, look at the future. The future's here." I'm like, I don't. I no, still don't rate either of these players quite. And let yet. me tell you how. Let me tell you exactly why it's not here. Because Gutierrez is an okay player. Thank for, you for 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 a championship team. He is an okay player. He is a he's your spot starter. He's he, he's your twelfth man. You know, like he is. You bring him off the bench, <laughs> or like sometimes he starts if a guy is tired. He Indeed. is a solid role player for a championship team. Uh, and Duran, honestly, he can develop into a guy who can start for a championship team. But unfortunately, he's not going to develop that here. Well, he's going to develop that here. He's not going to do that here. He's going to Europe. He has said that he wants to go to Europe. And, I, and my dad was a bit annoyed that like the moment that Duran has like this big game in a game that like people are actually paying attention to. Because Duran has had a couple of big, big games this season already. Uh, but uh, this is one that like people are actually looking at because like it actually had playoff implications for a team that like you know people kind of wanted to talk about, which was Cincy. So people were watching him for some strange reason. People wanted to watch this game, and they saw Duran go off. And my dad had a bit of a uh, fit about the fact that like the next morning, uh, that Tom Bogert, official, uh, you know, state-sponsored media guy for MLS. Official mm -hmm. guy saying that, oh yeah, that, like there's a bunch of European teams that are looking at Duran. We've known that for like months. <laughs> We've known that this entire year. We've known that since we bought him. <laughs> like Look, the fire won out against Manchester United to get him. <laughs> the thing about Duran, though, is I'm still not sold on Duran at all because I, when I saw that 10 million, I was astounded. I. And I, this will be a little toxic, but if I, if you go through Duran's stats, he's got eight goals and twenty six appearances. Not too bad, especially because some of them, most of them, were off the bench. He got the two goals this past game, which for the Fire didn't matter. He scored once against Charlotte, which was nice at home, and he scored twice against Inter Miami. That that brace where the Fire won. His other goals, right, are non-existent. He scored twice against a terrible Toronto team at that <laughs> stage in the season. And he scored once against Cincinnati that like flick on corner. And are there any other goals? Yeah, that's it. So three uh, of the, the thing he is, he is now tied with uh, Shakiri for the most team of the week appearances this season for a fire player. That's not saying a lot, but see, that's kind of the, the problem I have with Duran. Duran is he has, what is it? 
eight goals, and three of six of those came via braces, aka two goals in the same game. So then, what? That's he's only scored in five separate games this season, if that makes sense. Well, I'm, here's, the, here's the other here's the other conversation, which is he's been held out a lot with people saying that they want to see him in this game in the game, like that. that, that it, I think a lot of it is indicative, like. Sure, you can have your your say about like, oh, he's not as good as everyone thinks he is. But at the same time, we should have seen more of him before anyway. That's true. Because like, Casper's like, was terrible for so long. Exactly, and I think that's that's a major issue for this team, which is there's just too much r- happening right now, which just looks like r- refusing to let things go. It's like, no, no, this can work. This can work. Shakiri needs to play at the ten because that's going to work. That's totally going to work. You know, we we have to we have to keep Heights around because we need to ha- let him build. Oh, we got to keep Gaston around. I don't know why they need to keep Gaston around, but they got to keep Gaston around. And he's got to start. Like it's that sort of conversation of if we had done this earlier, we would have been so much better, so much better. I yes, don't, I know. I, don't I, I know. Think so, I know. That you, I know that you don't think that like Duran is that much, but like. And I'm I'm trying to pull up football reference because uh my, my computer uh, getting the Jiggly's getting the nerd stats out. This isn't quite like exact this isn't like full nerd stats. This is very Man, simple. There were, there were the multiple games Duran didn't play at all. That's interesting. Exactly. Appearances versus goals. And like you look at okay. So uh Shibilko has twenty-four appearances on the season with five goals. Duran uh, apparently has 26 appearances with eight goals. He I... his goals per minute is 56, and Shabilko's goals per minute is uh, I, I'm sorry, Duran's goals per minute is 0.56, and Shabilko's goals per minute is 0.28. I mean, so goals double per game, then goals per game, yeah. Wait, he, goals per you need to goals find per game, goals I'm sorry. per minute because that would be the big one. Goals, it's goals per 90 minutes. That's okay, that makes mean. sense. Yeah, that, that's a good one. That's a, that's the good one then. So yeah, Duran has half a goal per ninety minutes, and Shabilko has like a quarter of a goal per ninety minutes. Not good. I just I don't see anything with Duran. I do want to also like, mention that uh, O'Four has 0. 0.34 goals per minute. Uh, per see, that's minutes. like I, maybe maybe I don't think he's. The, but remember when John Duran was struggling at MLS next. I don't think he's like come leaps was, and bounds since then. No, I think he has. I, he's calmed down. That's that's the problem that I was that I kept seeing with him, in 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 that time. And like you see that like he's not he 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 seems to be finally like mentally settling a bit. I just don't see a player there. Like he's very fast and. He, I mean, he's getting better at shooting, but I still don't trust him as a finisher. Oh, yeah, really, honestly, actually, like you know, I think that second goal was a really nice finish. Um, I really well, no, did like that. That, 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 that chip, that goalkeeper is in like Georgia, bro. That goalkeeper is nowhere near his goal. Yeah, that, that's I, a he drew him finish. out there. He drew him it, out there with his speed. Yes, but that finish is a simple finish. That's any any striker that doesn't convert that is is in a bad spot. The thing I have with Duran is I keep thinking back to Harry Ship. Where it's, I know I don't ever watch John Duran or Gutierrez, for example, and I think, oh man, that's a that's a guy. Like, look at him right there. Like, he's got that like, I because I the problem is I make I get an argument with my dad because he loves players that only have individual moments but aren't like consistent. Like Katai is the the best example I have of that. Where Katai would have a great moment and then you'd forget about him, but you're like, oh look at the moments. 
I'm not one of those guys. I prefer consistency over that. But at no point do I ever see Gutierrez or Durant. I think, wow, that's that's a special player right there. They've got something about them. Duran is just fast to me. Gutierrez is a jack of all trades, master of none to me as well. Where he's he's a little bit good at everything. I don't I don't know what Gutierrez is special at yet. And they are obviously still kids; they're very young. But in, in modern football, kids are getting younger and younger and younger. Yeah. So that doesn't really stop anything. Like you can have a nineteen-year-old play there and be able to critique him. I just, I I don't know. I definitely so, don't. I, I saw Liverpool in those names, and I'm like, I cannot envision this Duran playing for Liverpool right now. He'd be eaten alive. Well, I think it might be very similar to you know signing Gaga. Chelsea signing Gaga, you know, just getting him there. Well, I actually, as, as I said, as I said, United wanted him, and apparently the big hangup wasn't just the lack of first team minutes because why would United put him out there first team minutes? It was also a work permit issue. So yeah. with Duran getting international call ups, that means that he's more likely to be able to get a work permit to go to England. That's now, so just, absurd, by the way, which is funny. In England, you can't get a work visa even though you're a professional soccer player, and there's literal videos of you playing professional soccer. I, it's baffling to me how the UK system works with that. Like, Because you're, you're, so, you're, you're correct about that, where he's more likely to have work visa. But imagine if he never got called up and be like, hey, what are you here for? I'm here for work. Oh, what do you do? I play soccer. No, well, prove it. Like, all right, here's a clip of me playing in a pro league in America. Like with the insurance security, they're like, ah, that's not good enough, mate. You're not here to work. It's your security. What are you doing? <laughs> what, what, what is wrong with the UK anyway? But so, like, so many, so many players wrong. can't play because of the work visa. But yeah, it's true. So I just want to bring up my favorite stat. You remember my favorite stat? Oh, God. It's like XG expected no, on the on field off. or something. On off. Yep. Oh, on yeah, off. Sorry, yeah. So uh, right now, the top player, I mean, obviously, I usually take out these players because like they haven't played enough minutes for it to like really matter their on off because our top on off player is Spencer Ritchie with Good. plus 1.31. I, I, I won that argument, by the way, for everyone on Twitter. No. No. Yeah, I won the argument. If I won the game, I don't care. I'm taking it as a W. Uh, anyway, so in terms of actual players with like full, like actually like enough minutes, at least a thousand minutes, uh, the leader in on off is actually Goody with plus 0.7. That's weird. With plus 0.7 goals added. Whisper it. What's Shakiri's at? Uh, I'm getting to it. Number one is Goody. Number two is uh, Duran with plus 0.6. Uh, then you have, and th- this one isn't XG, by the way. This is actual goal score. Okay. Yeah, like it's uh, hockey plus uh, and, minus. Yeah. Well, no, plus minus is a completely different one. Uh, on off takes into account when they're off the pitch as well. Uh, and oh so, yeah, my fault, my fault. Yeah. And so number three is uh, Rafa Shihos with 0.55 added, and then uh, number four is Shakiri with 0.54. Hmm. Interesting. Who's the worst then in terms of like the usual players? In terms of the usual player, well, technically they gave it to Gaga, but like that's not really not his fault. Yeah, He's, yeah. But in terms of players actually out there, uh he doesn't have a thousand minutes played, but like I think you can consider him still like one of the top players on this team. Jairo Torres, minus point five. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, he was out of, again. In oh, terms yeah, the, of the, at the least with him, he's, he had like proper surgery. Yeah, he had way. actual surgery finally on his hip. Hopefully that'll fix the, the injury issues yeah. and they get good reset there. But anyway. In terms of in terms of actual players over a thousand minutes, uh that would be uh Miggy 
with minus point three nine. Oh, I don't like. I don't. I definitely don't rate Miguel Navarro either. So that 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 works with my my propaganda at least. Uh, I'm trying to find Gaston. He's probably Sounds right in the middle right somehow. Right probably dead zero. Yeah. Point. Uh, he's plus point one. Uh, point one four. And on off. What's Pineda? At? Uh, Pineda is at uh, minus point oh two. Okay. So he's almost. So like he's Jack actually in the middle. Uh, see, but that's the problem because I I know Pineda has been better than Jimenez this season. So that's the, the problem was, here. Sorry. The problem here. With X G, okay. the leader is Gaston. <laughs> okay, well, Gaston is just a. Actually, a nerd no, it is no. Actually, X G leader is still is still Shihos. It, the nerds it's, just uh, love Gaston. But yeah, Gaston is number two. If we get rid of Gaga from this list, uh, yeah. Gaston is number two with point with plus point six six in X G. The nerds love the attractive man. What a surprise. <laughs> If 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 Gaston really, you're Jimenez, gonna do that. You're gonna do that. If Gaston, are you Jimenez, calling Gaston Gomez attractive? Obviously, stunning. What? If 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 Gaston Jimenez looked like me, he would never see the pitch for the fire. <laughs> that's, my, that's one of my best takes I've had in years. I'm telling you, Gaston. You cannot tell me Gaston Jimenez to like the societal norm is not an attractive looking man with his turtleneck. The late, He's uh, a if fashionable a, man, but I do not know if, about a If a woman has to pick, if you had a room of a hundred women and you had, they had to pick between me and Gaston, a hundred and one of them would pick Gaston. Because <laughs> right? you would pick him too. <laughs> I don't even. I, I'm just that ugly, bro. No, I think I think you might you you might pull like three. I got it. Thank you, Jake Lee, for the confidence. But I I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> take that first take and make a whole article on it. The title's just going to be if Gaston Jimenez looked like me, he would not be playing. That's and the, I'm gonna, that's I'm the gonna description out, for this episode. I'm going to dig out 2,000 words out of that. No one's going to read it. Sorry. Self-deprecation. But well, yeah. If Gaston Jimenez looked like me... He would never, he would never play. <laughs> he, would never, yeah, he would never see the field. He would never get to play. I, yeah, I don't even... There we go. I'm saving that for the description. So yeah, that, that was the Cincinnati game. But yeah, like it's blue, by the way, which was really funny. Imagine if, imagine if the fire didn't win that game. Oh yeah, no, I saw I saw them giving up goals, and I was just like screaming into their into our Cincinnati had an opportunity. I don't remember how good of a chance it was, but they they could have potentially if if things fell a different way. Yeah, uh, I also want to add that uh, before the game, you know, I, I I make sure to have a beer for the game. And I came downstairs and I was going to get my beer. My mom just told me, make sure you get the high alcohol content once. It's a fire game. So <laughs> says the woman who has outright refusing to go to fire games next season and with good reason. Uh, well, she did, she did text me. She did text me. Uh, uh, I, see, I told you Duran is cute. <laughs> okay. That's, I, hey, I still, as I said, I the, only, the only other person, the only other uh, athlete she ever said that about was Scotty Pippen. Fair enough. I mean, also, if John, if John Duran looked like me too, he wouldn't be playing either. <laughs> I think this might just be more of a me problem. That's my, that might be a you problem. The, if, the they fire... looked, if they looked like me, they would immediately. Oh God! Have you heard the one story about about Fat Ronaldo? With how the, he came the in one story about Fat Ronaldo. There, Thank you for really. There's one very specific story about Fat Ronaldo, which was that he, uh, like, he came to training, and he was told that, like, oh, he's a uh, like, you know. 30 pounds overweight or something like that and he was told like oh you have to run and Ronaldo just told just asked like do you want me to run or do you want me to score goals 
Nice. Okay. And so they subbed him on, and he scored like three goals. Yeah, fair enough. He just, and that's part. Of, that's part of the shame about R nine. Because imagine if he cared. If if R nine had the the Ronaldo, the Portuguese Ronaldo work ethic, heaven only knows what would have happened. I'm just. I'm just gonna try to see if. Okay, it does not have those splits for me. For... If 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 R nine looked like me, I'm. I'll stop with this because I think I've just learned that I think I'm ugly. I really wanted to check the splits on this of uh, how many goals has have certain players. Have we had a player other than Fabian Herbers? I think did Bornstein scored one? Yes. Other than Herbers and Bornstein, I don't think we've had. I, I think we've only had two goals off the bench. No. No. A four scored a goal. So we've had another one because he's he no, has that four start. started that game. Oh man! Yeah, he started against Atlanta. I remember. Yeah, that. he started in three games. Yeah, like I, we've barely had. Did Fabian Herbers come off the bench against Philadelphia when he scored that game? That was yeah, that was that okay. was off the bench. They're, they're, so, they've they've definitely got some substitute goals, but maybe just not as many goals from like usual. Even though start, even have started the game that he scored in. Even though scored this year. That oh, don't you remember like really early in the season where like even on DC. DC. He kept getting close, and then he finally scored. I'm telling you, keep keep Ivanov as a backup winger next season. Oh, no, yes. Can't. Well, you can. He's like way too expensive for what he does for us. I don't care. I am a fan of Stanislav Ivanov. If it, you know what, Jiggly, if Ivanov gets cut this season, and hypothetically the Fire get red kits 2024, and I become like a Fire fan again, I'll slap Ivanov on the back of a kit. I think. Uh... Oh yeah, Goody scored in that game, didn't he? Uh, against DC, no, that no, was this game. Uh, this game. Yes, it was Duran, Duran, and then Goody, or Duran, Goody, Duran. Doesn't really roll off the nice. tongue as well. That's nice. Uh, the fire and the season away to the New England Revolution. No, at home. Well, technically, quote unquote, at home. at home to the New England Revolution because they will not be playing at Soldier Field once again. At home. It's, the best thing about that. No, is no, a, no, that's not their home game. anymore. Yeah, but it's nice. We get to have the rest of our our Sunday afternoon. No, I, I, I was saying because, like, the night before is the October 8th, 25th anniversary party, which, as of recording, it officially had sold out as, uh, as we were starting up around here. So that, those tickets are gone. I'm still trying to figure out how my tickets work. Uh, we're very confused. But at least we might be on a list or something. Anyway, we're going to have the October 8th party. So most of, like, the, most of, like, the people that actually care about this team are going to be absolutely hammered <laughs> and, and they'll be watching two like teams with into, nothing to play yeah, for go into this game two teams with nothing to play for it's gonna be it's exactly what i wanted i wanted a party okay, i wanted yeah. a game with nothing to play for just to have a party i mean no one's gonna have to watch the game they're just gonna hang out because it's not like they're gonna miss anything anyway not even a tailgate i want Deron to score 50 just to stat <laughs> pad his numbers yes I, I want I him to be known as the all like single season goal, goal scoring record breaker nonetheless, and then for him just to move because of this game. <laughs> and then I want him to go to like Sevilla for like a hundred billion dollars, then never do anything for them. I'm sorry, my head's and then done. disappear. Yeah, like he'll play a game and be like, "Hey, well, this guy kind of stinks," and then that's it. No, nah, he they gets really carried can... off. By, he gets carried off by Tehran. They don't even sell him either. They just decide to keep him indefinitely. They're like, ah, whatever. We'll, we'll take we don't know what to do with this guy. Man, and the fire, like, you can loan him back. They're like, nah, we're no. not doing that one. <laughs> no, nah, man. 
No you had shot. your chance. You had I your want, chance. I want the fire to like agree to sell him to Liverpool, but instead of selling him, they just loan him out. I want I want a player I want a player to be on loan from the fire to Liverpool somehow. Oh man, that's okay. Uh in in one of the Hello? Oh well this it's just the odd non show now. Discord just like crashed. <laughs> Alright. Time for more editing. It came back. Fantastic for me. Nah, uh what was I saying? Oh yeah, no, in, in one of my uh in one of the like football manager two thousand three saves, I just found out that like, oh yeah, there's just this random player on Tottenham on loan from the J League. I don't know why. Lovely. Lovely. Back in two thousand three. I love weird loans like that. Speaking of, uh, we'll we'll have this be a quick discussion because I assume you. Oh yeah, I already saw you agree with me. The, there's reports about the fire trying to loan back in Gaga Selena. There's no need for that. No. Just start okay, persuading. so I was actually going to ask you about that. So like with three different things, of, do you think it is good for the fire to loan back? It's think of these separately and just specifically what I'm saying. Oh, so, oh, I think, think I might already know about this. So do you I, think I, the fire should loan back Gaga for the fire's sake? I don't mean to jump the gun on this, but I literally think you're about to lay this out like I might write, lay out the article for this because yeah. it's not good for the fire or for Gaga or for Chelsea. Are those the three? Or are uh, you thinking about the U.S. The national team? No, I, was, I wasn't even talking about oh, Chelsea. Oh, I can chuck the men's national team too, actually. It, it serves no one. Who's the other one you're thinking of then? No, the third thing I was going to... Uh, let me finish asking the questions and you can answer them. First, is this uh, good for the fire? No. Is this good for Gaga? No. Do you think it's going to happen? Yes. Absolutely. I'm, I immediately said yes because my brain just thought, stupid yes. It is going to happen. I, I want them to loan in Gaga and then Chris Brady get upset and then just leave for free. I mean, And then the yeah, fire like balls, we got no one that's left. That's why I was annoyed that they didn't let Brady have a shot this no, game. No, no, you let Chris Spencer Ritchie have a fun day. Come on, man. This doesn't matter. I did realize that like, I mean, first of all, my thing, my thing with, with uh, Spencer Ritchie is just, is mostly about like, he played for Cincinnati. Never trust anybody who played for Cincinnati. But I guess but, if he's playing against Cincinnati, and especially. Fine. So long story short, we got into a minor quibble, and it even we even got some people involved in social media where we're arguing about who should have started versus Richie or or Chris Brady since Gaga was out. And the answer is Spencer Richie, and I was proven to be correct. Jiggly, I've won today. I had to break. No I'm kidding. But yeah, long story short, my argument boiled down to Chris Brady's not going to gain that much from this game anyway. Let Spencer Richie have a good day. Boosted, and the good thing is, like, you have to keep your relationship with your backup goalkeeper like healthy, because who knows how Spencer Richard would have reacted to him being benched for a game he could have started against his former team? He'd go into next season thinking, "I don't want to do this. I never get to play." Chris well, Brady I, would not honestly, gain I that still much from. I Sydney. still, I still didn't think that. Like, I still don't think that Spencer Richie is that good of like your third goalkeeper. You know, like I would rather have. You know, obviously, Bobby Shuttleworth thought he still had something to give to the league, so he continued playing. And he did have something, and then he got injured and just decided to retire on the spot. Yeah, just kind of call it. I think <sighs> that we can find, like, okay, I just want to say this because I'm so happy that this is happening. I'm talking about goalkeepers, and I'm talking about random obscure goalkeepers. I, they released a list of players confirmed to be coming to the 25th anniversary party. Do you want to guess what, who I'm so excited oh, to see? One of them is Ring, right? 
Yeah, Henry Ring. Yeah, I'm so excited to meet Henry Ring. I'm really digging daps into the historical teams to bring out. Oh, I hope it's just him. Uh, I hope right? it's just him. They, I hope they, it's they just also him. get like Ryan Futagaki. <laughs> I I, I don't remember him. I don't ha- I don't even remember him playing. People a are gonna game. think he's he, people are gonna think he's a fan there. Yeah, I know. I've never seen this. He's man. Gonna, that poor man's gonna rock I up. Like, I'm a I, his, I constantly see his name in uh in the fire like all time fire player registry because he's one of the few players with an F last name. There's gonna be I'm guaranteed. There's gonna be so many fire fans that are like devout fire fans there. Like, so <laughs> many of them are gonna see that man and think oh, I didn't know that guy go to games. I haven't seen yeah, him in a game before. Absolutely, that's that's what he is. And then also uh, wind on this. Yeah, read no, the rest no, wait, of the list. I got, I, I got I got more of the list. That's what I'm saying. Read the rest. Of, who? Wait, what? Uh, actually, so I asked my dad about him because what was the I, name? I know Kelly Gray. Isn't he? Wasn't he a goalkeeper too? No, he was a defender. And the interesting thing about him is that uh, whenever I played FIFA 05, he would be one of the first players I'd sell. <laughs> like okay, almost instantly, I'd sell him. And I think I, I had his like trading card, or my dad met him maybe. Like I found out recently, as I was working on my on like the my my fire 2003 save in Football Manager. He was actually like not that bad because he was a backup to like CJ Brown, Carlos Bocanegra, Jim Curtin. Like he just didn't get a chance to play. <laughs> and he was an MLS backup at that stage. Like those were probably piss poor. Yeah. Well, I mean, like he was, but like the thing was, like he was for like a good fire team back in the day. Like the know. fire were absolutely stacked that they had just a solid dude like Kelly Gray on the bench. Screw it. New article time. Would would Kelly Gray start with the current fire team? And then I would just write that everyone would look at me like, what's wrong with you, man? Yeah, yeah, he would. He would, he would start though, yeah, absolutely. He's... He would start over like Tehran. Him he's, and Amsberg, he's, pretty much, him and, he's pretty much the same as Omsberg, honestly. I was gonna say, him and Omsberg would be a fight between two of the most – they would both clock in at the same time and they would just look at each other like, wait a second. <laughs> uh, and also another one of my favorite random names. You can you – can, you, I've said his name so many times. One of my favorite random fire names. Uh, I'm thinking of someone, but I don't remember the name. Go on. Kwame Watson Sorobi. <laughs> okay, I've, I, there's, there, that wasn't the guy that played '98, right? No, it wasn't. No, no, I've no, no idea who that man is either. Jay no, Lee. no, I think you're thinking of my favorite, my actual, like one of my favorite fire players of all time, was his Jersey Brodowski, who was also going to be there. No, it was. There's, it, my dad was telling me it was the black center back oh. that played next uh, uh, Kubik in '98. Oh, you're thinking of Okaro, Francis. Okaro. Yeah, my dad loved. My dad loves Okaro. Uh, but yeah, Kwame Watson Sorobi, my favorite no, random name to no, mention. Do, do you have the He's full just list of names? Talk. Okay, I have the full list of names up. Okay, I'll, I'll go down the list and I'll tell, you, this, like, yeah. I'll tell you like a random thing about them. These are confirmed. There may be more uh, that are coming. This was confirmed as of what? As of September 29th. That's like Thursday. A few days no, ago. No, we're not ending on this because I have a different thing about like okay. fire fan stuff. Anyway, Chris Armas. Obviously, I'm sorry. I need to now buy a ticket just so I can fight Chris Armas. Oh, they're sold out now. Michael Azir did enough to get invited to the 20. No, offense honestly, to honestly, there are a lot of fans like he did a lot of community work community. in a yeah, short time. In a short time he, yeah, he connected with the fans. Fair it's fine. It, it's fair. the fire's fault, not his. Yeah. Demarcus Beasley, obviously. Obviously. Steve Bernal. I do not remember <laughs> this man's name. <laughs> I, I, I recognize his name. I do not remember what he really did. Gun to my head, I'd say shoot me. I have no oh, idea. He graduated from Batavia High School. <laughs> good for him. He's got a call he's got a high school de- degree. Uh he was he was on Okay. <laughs> so he went to Creighton. 
uh, graduated. He, he came out of Creighton in 1999. Uh, met, he played for the Milwaukee Rampage in 2000. Also with the Dallas Burn in 2000. Then in 2001, he was still with Milwaukee Rampage, but he was loaned to the fire from the Milwaukee Rampage. And he had Oops. zero appearances. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He's got he's got to have some story, I guess, to him. Go yeah, on, continue. He's got to have a story to him. Jonathan Bolaños, do not recognize that name at all. Nope. Uh, I mean, obviously, this may be alumni that are also like you know staff as well. So whatever. Yeah, the fire probably just put out a fly like, "Hey, you used to play for the Chicago Fire Football Club." No, that Pull that's up, specifically Evan Whitfield's job right now. That's Evan Whitfield. That's the guy. Maybe it is about Evan it, right? Whitfield's job at the moment to no, find these dudes. I, I love Evan Whitfield. I don't know why. He's a nice guy. I talked to him. I talked okay. to him about like he got Joel. Oh, we're gonna get wonder, to Joel and Pear. I and, wonder if CJ Brown will be at this party. Yeah, CJ Brown is the next. I, is the next on the list? I, I, actually, I hope Frank Lopa somehow didn't get invited. Even though it's one of the most toxic <laughs> things I've said in my life. I was. I just scrolled. I just see K and like I don't see Klopa. So I scrolled down. He's there. Yeah. Uh, after CJ Brown, Scott Kofel. I don't remember his name very well either. Uh, but this guy, I do know his name. I've never heard of him actually playing. Sergi Donov. No idea. Uh, he played for like I think he was sometime around two thousand six, two thousand seven ish. Maybe I don't know. I have seen his name on the registry before. Uh, Arna Friedrich's coming. Oh, that's nice. That's wholesome. Yeah. Good lad. Uh, Ryan Futagaki, as I mentioned. Okay. Uh, Sam George. That's a fake name. That's a fake name. I've never played for the fire. I'm, I'm trying to think, like, the I, don't, I get, think I know the, the fire name. fire couldn't get any of the actual players from the past. So they just pulled dudes from the street, and they're like, oh, yeah, this guy played in, like, 04. I, I, yeah. I, I, like, I, 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 oh, there, that's a train. That's, that's a loud train. <laughs> that's a train. Uh, yeah, it's a bit louder than usual, isn't it? Uh... I'm trying to think of Collins John was a former that's a good player. Name. That, that's, that's a good a name. Thing I recognize. He, he, he's not, he, he's not showing up. He's not on the list, but I, I was just thinking of like, of, in terms of like names that sound fake, Collins John is one stern John, who is a legendary oh, I remember scorer stern for John. Columbus. I remember, that's a different yeah. person. I very, very just like, this sounds like a fake name. Stern you are not a real John. person. Uh, Next is Corey Gibbs, who uh, scored against Manchester United. Never forget that. Okay. Corey Gibbs scored against Manchester United. The fire led Manchester United at the half. It should have been 2-0, but Bajo Jose decided not to score. Still annoyed about that to this day. Yep. Continue. Uh, as I said, Kelly Gray, he was next. Okay. Diego Gutierrez, professor. No, Dr. Diego Gutierrez, actually. Good, good for him. Fair play he's, he's a professor in business. Okay. I forget. I forget where he's teaching, but he is a uh, business professor now. And hey, very good player for both the Fire and the Wiz. Okay. Uh, John Kennedy Hurtado. That's fair. That's a reference <laughs> and a half. How do you even know about this? <laughs> well, hey, there's another. There's. I think I mentioned to you about another name on the list that was going to be on the list, and they had to ask fans, "Hey, do you want this guy to show up?" And everyone they just are... unanimously said no. <laughs> They are really scraping the bottom of the barrel here, to be fair, for this one. Uh, Nate Jaqua. Oh, great. I, I, I would have bought a ticket just to see Nate Jaqua. I missed Nate, Nate Jaqua. Obviously, that, great, obviously, that's great reference. Great reference. Great Slap him up top. We'll make the playoffs this season. Josh Keller, which I no do idea. recognize that name. I think he was a reserves player, mostly. Shocking. But I, very, I, I do recognize that player, that name pretty well. Uh, some guy named Frank Klopas. 
I've told Roland you this, can... but one I went there was when we had the red and white kits with Motorola. There was oh, a special. You, you keep talking event. about. You always talk that about that. That was my favorite story. It was it was a, a fire event I went to in the city, and people genuinely did not recognize Frank Lopez as a fire person. They people just I remember one time a lady asked him to scoot out the way for her. It was so funny, and he was just stood there, and I didn't say hi to him or anything. I didn't say anything nice. I just stood there and looked at him. I felt, like I just I thought it was I, this is one of the most I genuinely thought it was too funny for no one to talk to him that I didn't talk to him myself. Wow! I thought if I talked bullying to him, this Frank Lopez, I, I just looked at him, stood there by himself, and it was so funny. That's the title of this episode. I know I didn't bully him. It was I, that I is didn't bullying. Stop, no, no, I didn't stop Frank Clopas from getting bullied. That's a difference. <laughs> I, I was a bystander. I, I was a bystander. Yeah, there we go. I don't is a bystander to the bullying of Frank Clopas. And I, I, I was more than a bystander because I kind of laughed to myself. But that's, that's beside the point. Anyway, the next name is very interesting. Roman Kosecki, which a lot of just general fire fans do not really think about this guy very often. But like Roman Kosecki is like was like a major player for Poland. He sounds like a guy that played for the Fire and for Poland. Yeah, he, I don't remember he, him too well, but I assume like he played like he had fifty nine appearances for Atletico Madrid, like oh, fourteen wow. goals. Well, I mean, so did Valko Panovic, To be fair, oh, I mean, Panovic was not a bad player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, Kosecki. Oh, Kosecki <laughs> scored the first goal oh. in Fire history. Apparently, okay. Oh, I yeah. Thought it was, okay. My dad keeps calling him Kaczewski, which might be the way it's pronounced like to different people. I mean, yeah, like it, it's just it just depends, honestly. How many more names are on this list, Jiggly? It's a very long list. Also, Jakub Kaczewski is, is a very big player. I was I was already prognosing and eating time soon, and I've got a feeling you got about 100 more names considering the type of people invited to this much. list. Not that much. All right. All right. Read it. And I'll yell, no, wait, no. Yeah, I said right. Rich, Richie Kaczewski. Uh, who scored? No, he scored the first goal, the first home goal in fire history. Oh, nice. Okay. He was uh, a defender, so like he wouldn't have known that yeah. too much. Dima Kovalenko, who okay, has, great. Yeah. Uh, Lubos Kubik, great. Yeah. Tony Kuhn, who apparently no idea started the what actually was one of the first uh, starting players for the fire. He was in the starting eleven in the first ever game because Tony because Ante Razov was not ready yet, nice. so Tony Kuhn had started that game. I do the fire star with a striker named Tony Kuhn. That's beautiful. Uh, Joel and Pear. Uh, Peter Lowry. Good, good. Joel and Pear is good. Yeah. I was, I yes, was about to mention that. that. Like, that was the thing that everyone feels. That. that was the thing that Winfield was talking to me about with, like, oh, yeah, he had to get up really early in the morning that day so he could call Estonia to get Joel and Pear on Joel board. Joel and Pear is good. I, I. I I should have bought a ticket for this not to celebrate the fire, just to find random old dudes. That's the that's why that's what I told you to do. Joel and Pear would have just been stood there, no one talked about. I would have been the happiest one. I'm like Joel and Pear, remember those two goals against Columbus, bro? And he would instantly remember, and we just start screaming. Uh, continue. <laughs> I know, I know, I know a couple of Estonian like people who are really excited about him showing up to the fire, so they might talk to him. Is he from anyway, Estonia? Or does he just play there? Yeah, he's he's Estonian. Yeah. Oh, fair play. Oh, yeah, Estonian national team guy. Him. Uh, Peter Lowry. No idea. I he did fine. He was fine. He was he was a squad player for like the for the Blanco era. He was a squad player. Uh, Mike McGee, obviously. Okay. Sell out. Sorry, uh, I had to say it. We got Mahoney, David Mahoney. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drive over there now. I'm gonna be the life <laughs> out of you. I swear no, to you. No, that was that was the reaction that I had because I saw Mahoney and I thought it said Maloney. I'm like, wait, they got Sean Maloney? What? Yeah, dude, if I, if I miss Sean Maloney, I'd be punching myself, bro. 
uh, Justin Mapp, who oh, fun Corey, fact, yeah, Justin Mapp was actually considered like what like next to uh, next to uh, to uh, I why did I why was I about to say Deshaun Robinson? He's probably on the list too. Next to Demarcus Beasley, Justin Mapp was considered one of the best young wingers in America at that time, like probably, in two thousand two, two thousand three. Justin Mapp was like the top dude. <laughs> Way back in the day, if you made an all-time fire lamp, you could have snuck Justin Mapp somewhere like Absolutely. in contention. You could have. Um, Brian McBride. Great big head. I wish he'd had. I wish he'd headbutt me. <laughs> Sorry. What? Sorry. Continue. Uh, Patrick McLean. Yeah, that's, oh my that's nice. God. He, was, he, was the Spen- he was the Spencer Ritchie of his era. Good. They are literally calling anyone that has played for the fire. They're, they're, hey, McLean was a nice guy to talk to. I liked him. He's he a, a cool good, dude. yeah, but we can't invite dude. people to a 25th anniversary party because they were a nice human being. Hey, let them. You're going to say Patrick Duty. Patrick Duty had more of an impact on this club. And he's Honestly, I think Duty might have just gotten a tick and he's going in himself. Like, either way, <laughs> he might just be going as a fan. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. Uh,. Or was I? Pavel Pardo is showing up. Great. That's the guy. That's, that's, that's the guy my that's, dad that's is excited good, to talk that's to. That's a great one. That's a great one. Yeah, that's the guy my dad's excited for. Uh, Logan Paz. Great, obviously. Great, obviously. How uh, many names are on this list? For heaven's sake, how far are we? We're pretty close to the end. Okay, Brandon Prado, okay. the guy who missed the penalty uh, that uh, knocked the fire out of the playoffs the last time they were actually in the real playoffs. Was that not Logan Paz? No, or did Logan Paz also missed that shootout then. Logan Paz also may have missed in that shootout, okay, but they but chose was, Brandon a... Prado over like another guy who probably could have actually taken a penalty. Fair enough. Slam to the slaughter. Yeah. Damani Ralph is showing up. Great. That's nice. That's great. Henry Ring. Adnan, no, you're going to love this next one. Is, please tell me Terry Ship. It's Chris Ritter. <laughs> Jiggly, I was genuinely going to make a joke. I'm going to sneak my way into that party, walk up to Chris Ritter, and ask him, why are you here? <laughs> no offense to Chris Ritter. I, I think I he's the, he likes the guy. Chris I Ritter, I think, guy. is the second homegrown in fire history. No. Uh, wait. Was it, I, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Number one. No, first, the first one was. Ship. No, it's not Harry Ship. The first one is uh, Pineda's older brother, Victor. Is it Pineda and then Ship then Ritter? I think it might be, yeah. I swear. I guess Harry Ship was the first one ever actually played then. uh, You're probably right, but I'll look it up in case. You're you're asking why is Chris Ritter there? My dad was asking why Rafael Robayo was was invited. I have no idea who that even is, to be fair. So he he never got a chance to really play for the fire because that was in that period in 2012, 2013-ish. Uh, where the fire just had a bunch of holding midfielders and just didn't know what to do because they had pause. I think they had they got Ritter as well. They had Verbio. They also got like uh, Rios for no reason. Never, barely ever played him too. They just got a bunch of holding midfielders and they're just like, wait, wait, what do we do now? <laughs> and Verbio oh was a victim of that. No, uh, fun fact: we are both wrong. Uh, Pineda, I'm not seeing... No, okay, I see Victor Pineda later on the list. This is in order. I don't know if this counts, but there's some weird exception. Some name guy named Kellen Gully. Oh, no, that guy's in prison. Listed. 
I was thinking it was the same guy. He is technically the first ever Chicago Fire homegrown. Yeah, okay. And cool. actually, I was right about Chris Ritter being second. He's second. Harry Ship is third. And then quickly in order, it's Duty, Fernandez, Kalistri, Connor, Mihailovic, Pineda, Lillard, Gutierrez. Okay. Uh, Reynolds, the second. Gabriel Slonina, the other Slonina. Brady, Casas, Gutierrez, Moniz, other Pineda, Rodriguez, Bezerra, Orahel, Rodriguez, Reynolds. Anyway, we can get through this through the rest of this list because I think there's not too many names that I have to explain after this. My phone is dying. I'm hungry and I'm just getting angry about <laughs> Chicago Fire players. Chris Dayson Ritter's Robinson. Dayson Robinson. I think my dad liked him. Yeah, I mean, he was a good guy, and also he uh, fairly decent on the pitch, and also uh, he uh, did uh, the commentary for house games. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I'm, I'll jump the gun. Surely the the other fire commentary is going to be there, right? Uh, no, Do they know? don't have. They don't specifically have. Okay, but he better names. be there. Oh my god, what's uh, his name now? I'm gonna... His dad's in the hockey hall of fame, by the way. Yeah, I knew that. I, I can't remember. And the his guy's dad name, has the I... same name. <laughs> Dan Kelly. Uh, Dan Kelly better be there. Chris Rolf. A oh, good. Was invited. Uh, Sega. Good. Uh, Dipsy Salawane. No idea. I think my dad liked him. Yeah, he he wasn't that bad. He just didn't get too much of a chance with the team. He 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 showed up in like probably one of the worst years in old fire history, like two thousand four. So okay. yeah, uh, Christos Sojkov, obviously. Of course, yeah. David Vaudrill. Now I was confused about this because he is mostly known for his time with uh, I think Colorado. They, uh, they, uh, they, they've probably called literally every single player that's ever actually played for the club, bro. Yeah, if, I mean, if you, that, that if was you, Evan Whitfield's job. That, that's what he's getting paid for. I hope he's getting paid Shakiri money. Anyway, continue. I, oh, okay. I'm, I was wrong. Well, yeah, he did play. He played like he had 66 appearances for the Rapids, 39 appearances for DC United. He also played for the Miami Fusion. He only had 26 appearances for the Fire. I don't know why he showed up. I don't know. Like this, this isn't, this isn't why did they ask him to come? It's why did he say yes? The worst, the, the worst one, because at least Ritter's the second home group. McLean's the weirdest one by far. Yes. What in the world is he doing? Uh, well, I mean, next is Tim Ward, which no to idea. be honest, he was our last good center back. Like after CJ Brown retired, he was our last good center back for a long time. Fair enough. <laughs> but he only played for like one or two seasons. Good. And as previously mentioned, Kwame Watson, Sorobi, okay. Andy Williams. I, that's the name I recognized. Yeah, he was pretty good. Uh, Peter Wilt, obviously, is going to be there. We drunk out of his mind. Daniel Woolard. No idea. Uh, I do recognize that name. He was a fullback. So, like, probably not somebody that we'd remember very well. But, like, he was apparently decent from what I think of. Uh, And then the final name on this list is Eric Winalda. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. Doesn't he have to do things with Austin, though? Doesn't he have stuff going on? No, that's Josh Wolf you're thinking of. No, no, no. Ronaldo owns. He's an owner somewhere. Oh no, it's Las Vegas Lights. It's a lower league team. I'm thinking about someone yeah, else. Yeah, and also I don't think he's coaching there anymore. He is a. Uh, he I'm is now. A com- he's back to being a commentator for. Uh, maybe for that's what. Maybe I think I was thinking more like people want Ronaldo to do, to do more somewhere, but he never got. He never really people, did. People wanted Ronaldo to do things, and yeah. just like it has not been truly given much of a chance. I think he's kind of got the same sort of like. Reputation as Wilt, not not that reputation, but like of just being like it's going to be more about him than it is going to be about like everyone else, you know. That's so, not, maybe that's not a bad take at all. I, I think that's why you know they don't let him in very much. I I, I still like him. He's interesting. Yeah, yeah fair enough. He, fo- he follows me on Twitter. 
All right, what was what was the other fire fan base thing? Uh, there was uh, just some. Uh, yeah, this is just something I want to say to the fan base in general. Do not go after the admin of the fire. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, you remember yeah. this earlier in the week uh, last week. Don't go after the admin of the fire. That is just stupid. Like, there's no need to do that. Uh, the admin being the person that runs the Twitter account. In case yeah, admin of the Twitter account. It's just like uh, somebody who I actually do know. Like, I haven't seen them in years, uh, but I do know of them, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll describe the legend of it later uh, as as I get further along. This guy. Uh, you know, the fire tweeted out on this day, you know, they want, we won the US Open Cup. And this guy said, I was there, you weren't. <laughs> and weird. some people are just weird. Yeah, the, fi- the, the, the fire admin, she just responded like, okay, weird flux, I guess. And it was like, oh yeah, I was, I was 11. And then he's like, well, I was seven. What's your excuse? <laughs> Nobody here at this club cares. It's just a day job. And then like admin just went off and like yelled at him. And honestly, like everybody, like the moment that the reason, the only reason why I saw this was because my dad tagged me being like, oh, hey, you also know who this guy, who this, who this uh, guy is. And, uh, you know, something about like, oh, yeah, being a kid at that game. And I just saw what this guy is saying. It's just like, don't be like this. Why be like that? I've, I've learned from working in retail, people are just weird. Some people. people, are just people weird. Yeah, some people just like he sounded incredibly entitled about it at all, too. And. You know, I, I'm I'm basically saying like, okay, don't go after the admin. Like you're like, sit down. <laughs> like you you don't need to. Go, I, I've go, got go uh, talk to a woman. Sorry. I mean, he probably does better with that than me. <laughs> I mean, everyone does better than everyone us. Does, yeah. Everyone does better than me. Uh, but yeah, I talked like, to a woman at work, and I thought about it the rest of the day. Sorry. <laughs> Same. Uh, I, I said, like, why are you gatekeeping the admin? It's not like we've got like bandwagon fans claiming that they've been around. Like, you know, I be I would be more impressed with new fans than like those of us who remember the old who like were around in the old days and be like, yeah, I remember back when the team was good. Okay, that's gonna keep me through. People who just show up with this, man, and, they're much more impressive, honestly. And I'll because whenever I think about young fire fans, my brain automatically goes to uh, other Alexes we call them. Yeah, and, like we can't blame him for not being for not being for a fan of six when he probably wasn't like he was like two years old. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna so yell like, at a two year old. Hey, you gotta be watching this, buddy. I, I was, but like you know, I'm not gonna hold that against somebody. So this guy, uh, you're also he, ugly. Two years old. Sorry. Yes. Uh, this guy, like, I, I responded back to him and all that, and then he was just like, oh, my, my tone was misinterpreted. That uh, is not correct. He definitely was def- as angry as he sounded in that. Yes. There's no... Uh, and he specifically said, I also didn't choose anything when I mentioned about, like, you know, choosing this team. I didn't choose anything. I was born into a family who supports them. That's how real fans are made. I understand this might be a foreign concept to Americans. <sighs> And I, I made sure I went to like my dad was out like working in the yard or something. I went out to him and I asked who was born first, me or him, because our parents were both our our mothers were both pregnant at the same time going nice. to fire games. So I know this guy, and I asked him like who was born first. I was born literally a day before this dude. W. Damn. <laughs> like, it's like yeah. He, he's trying to flex his like, oh, yeah, I've been around longer than everyone else. It's like, dude, don't be like this. Like, it, I understand that there's a lot of like I got into a different discussion with a different guy 
uh, underneath that, who was trying to make the argument of like, you know, oh, but like, this is just a symbolic of like the way that this team has gone. It's like, I get it. We all want the old days back, but it's not happening. And you don't have to take it out on the freaking Twitter admin, you know? And like, there's the other thing they were saying, like, oh, it's it's cringy to be uh, to to be protecting any member of the staff. Like there are point there are parts of this team of this organization that have done really well. Obviously, we've, to be we've for the fire. Yes. Obviously we've discussed before about how like, you know, you know, the, the, the president of the business side has not been doing too well either, but like there's been times where it's like, you know, the tickets, the ticketing people, the best example is migrants. Just imagine every employee is migrants. Yeah. Like a well, I, mean, I, I was going to say the best example right now, who is still there and has been there for a very long time, Jessica Yavitz in charge of the fire foundation. A very, very good, like, in the community, doing great things. And, you know, uh, we can talk about, you know, Paul Cadwell or uh, Caddy. Uh, you know, I, I try to make sure I say hi to him whenever I see him. Uh, he is in football manager, by the way. He used to be considered a coach for the team. Now he's been moved up to director. His nice. actual position is much more based on, like, academy stuff, and that's why he's very much involved with, like, with the uh, facility and that nice. sort of thing. But like you know, he's a great dude. He knows he's 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 done well with what he does. His his area, he's good. There's other areas of this team that are also good. The video, like the, the content making side, amazing. It looks really good. Social media, you know what? I think that uh, we could get a few better memes in every once in a while. But she's doing a pretty damn good job. I yeah. wouldn't complain too much. Or just. Uh... Uh, the problem is I'm I'm very different with my my take on football Twitter accounts where she, I mean you've you've said probably multiple times like I can use it at least because she she almost seems too yeah. personal like as a human being I kind of yeah. I kind of want to forget that the yeah like this Twitter account is run by a human being I like but I like the I like the human aspect and also I just want to say in general do not go after Twitter admins uh, for like soccer teams and I will also add that I do not have the exact numbers in front of me but I. Apparently, a majority of uh, soc- of soccer Twitter accounts, or, or at least sports Twitter accounts, especially in America, a majority of them are run by women. The admins are women. So, like, just like a fun random fact for you. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I, I know the person who runs uh, the uh, Manchester City US account. Oh, it's the it's the Ariel. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ariel Castillo. Oh, I mean, like, I just know of her. I I know of her. Uh, we interact on Twitter, and every once in a while, like someday, someday when when uh, when when the when the group of like fun fire fan people finally invite me out to uh, hang out with them, uh, she might be there. <laughs> nice, nice. So it's like, yeah, well, I, I kind of know her. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that just like in general, like don't go after the admin and especially don't go after them for not being a real fan. And don't just say it's their day job because you got to be doing a lot in order to be the social media manager. That is just a lot of work. I can, I, you know, we can barely run our own Twitter accounts. Yeah. If anyone okay. deserves abuse in the fire, it's not them. Sorry. So, uh, we've been here for three hours, so that's neat. Yeah. I, we I took about, it, we took about a half hour to not do things. So like, Okay, I didn't take that long to pee. No, I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, uh, going behind the curtain at one week where this, I'm like, okay, I'll probably head out at like five, you know, reset like so I can plan the rest of my day in terms of like whatever. You guys are almost five thirty. That that I list, have homework to do. That list took us about another hour just because yes. of how stupid it was. 
uh there's still probably others that like whatever i'll see them on saturday and if you're there maybe you'll see me too no i'm not talking I, to you I, i'm talking I, to our listeners okay fair enough yeah that's, that's fair <laughs> yeah thank you for that one make sure I, I love the immediate me immediately going no and then you immediately going back at me to say no <laughs> good, good interaction there well, uh you know, maybe i'll see you next year jiggly uh like maybe you'll see me next year for like a month oh yeah i'm I'm going to japan yeah yeah hopefully yeah hopefully that actually works out for you and i don't see you then yeah no you you come to japan to visit me you think they'll let me in japan bro sorry that was yeah they're 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 allowing people in japan again i didn't mean like that just like the the person i am (laughs) i don't know if they let you into germany they'll let you into japan hey respect I don't know. I got nothing. A visa's a visa. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear my Busan Bears jersey and get jumped by, by the J League fans <laughs> or the the J Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're gonna uh, start brand warfare. All right, you, I, you I, need I, to get I, your Jeff jersey. That is true. I'm gonna. Go, that's that's my only goal. We need I'm, to go to a Jeff game. I'm not even gonna go visit you. I'm just gonna go get the jersey. I'm just gonna go. So, I'm gonna get there and be like, I was supposed to do something. I'm gonna head home and be like, Ah, Jiggly. <laughs> Balls, you're like you're like, halfway, you're like you're like you're like over Hawaii and you're like jiggly, <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you just sat in your room waiting. <laughs> no, I'm I'm standing at uh, like at like uh, Shinjuku Station, like the the yeah. big major rail station, just like standing there waiting to meet you, and just like I'm still just standing there. The time of my life in Japan, Stand, standing standing next to the the freaking Hachiko statue. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but I'm down the, for the, it. The, the one dog that, you know, from Futurama, the one dog that waited. Okay. Oh, that, nice. It's based off of the actual Hachiko that waited for its master to come home, but the master oh, never came man. home. Man. So, yeah, I'm just going to be right. standing there waiting for you next to the Hachiko stage. Right, that's, our, that's our plan for May or whatever it is. For next year sometime in August, so you can come in the summer heat. Perfect. Love coming in the summer heat. <laughs> Uh, I'm Jiggly. I've been odd on. Eat the rich. <laughs>